everybody, welcome to D-Comedy Podcast, your Rewatch Review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D-Commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was like, mid Yeah, and we are here today to discuss the Disney Channel classic, Cadet Kelly, starring sir, Hillary yes, Duff. Sir, <laughs> God. Starring Hillary Duff and... Uh, Christy Carlson Romano. Christy Carlson Romano, Who will, course. to this point, probably be referred to as CCR for, for time's sake. I don't feel like she's in the movie terribly all that much. She kind of shows up here and there. Yeah. But, like, I was under the impression she was almost, like, the antagonist of the mil- movie, but she's not. Who was the antagonist, then? The United States military. Hillary <laughs> <laughs> um, Duff herself. Um, um, yeah, there's no real antagonist, definitely. I, yeah, I was expecting her being more. I, also, for the record, I, we mentioned this at the end of last month, which Emma wasn't here for because she had a bachelor emergency. Um, I had never seen this one. Did you see this one? Yeah. Okay. I had never seen it, and I'd, heard, I'd always heard pretty good things about it, like, so I wasn't dreading watching it, but... Uh, we've talked about this before. This was okay. Just I just googled it to confirm my my own memories because, as we know, I don't remember things well. No. But this came out in two thousand two, right? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. So the way I remember this marketed was, I agree, I don't think CCR is in it nearly enough, mm-hmm. or like the main antagonist. But they marketed this as, as like a the CCR, Avengers, Hillary the greatest co- <laughs> crossover event in history <laughs> because this was when Eve, this was that period where even Stevens was on the air and Lizzie McGuire and Lizzie McGuire was on the air. They were both like Lizzie McGuire probably had one season under its belt at this point, but they were both at, like, you know, their zenith on, D- on Disney Channel. Like, let's get them both in this movie. It's gonna be great. We're gonna get both audiences, and that was how it was marketed. I, yeah, I definitely get that. But aside from being the uh, CCR Hillary Duff crossover we were all craving in 2002, <laughs> this movie also kind of, like, it's 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 pretty good. I'm not gonna cast this. I version. really I, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it fine, but it does have some traditional. Uh, we've talked about this before. Disney Channel girl movie stuff that I just could not stomach. I was literally like, oh, she's in the army. What's wrong with you? No, not that part. Like just like the way they have her like talk about stuff and being like boys and dresses. Like was just oh wow, people that talk about boys and dresses. Yeah, I know. Emma. All right, he's a sexist. Everyone, was, podcast over. How is it sexist to say that I wasn't didn't find the things it that women like to talk about? You don't <laughs> like to hear them talk about that? Wow, wow, wow. Only men can be in movies. But you're gonna go vote for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with women have anything, no lines. If anything, is that true? I've never seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Did they screw over Margot Robbie? Yeah, she had literally. Ah, oh, that sucks. Anyway, what we're doing here is spiraling because we don't have any news to talk about, which is only that Zombies 2 came out, and I'm dreading so it like excited. the plague. It's so gonna be excited. so bad. I'm sure some of you have already seen it. I know it's gonna. I know I'm gonna hate it. I know it's gonna be bad. I'm it's a- gonna be so good, guys. I saw like all the previews. People were tweeting me about it. I love the introduction of werewolves. I think it's an it's inspired decision. It's an inspired it decision. No, I, that's honestly the thing I am most. I think is gonna be the real canary in the coal mine for me is how they explain there being werewolves. I think it's going to be one throwaway line. I, uh, and I, they're not even going to try for it. They're just going to say that they're here now. Just, get used to we're it. We're here now. We're doing the full Twilight parody. Let's just... I don't think they need to explain it. I think that it's better just to lean into it. Oh, God. I'm so not excited to do that. But we'll do it eventually. Uh, maybe for a modern movie movie or something. Um, but uh, let's let's get into this. Uh, 
So we open in New York City uh, with some way too good looking shots of the city. Like you can clearly tell it's like stock footage that someone took a long time ago. And then it cuts to the Hillary Duff footage. Like, okay, that's the Disney Channel film quality I've grown to expect. But was that actually in New York City? I feel like the first shot, I swear to God, guys, I mean, I I don't believe them to have the budget to shoot on location in New York City, so I'm assuming it's Toronto or something, but the first shot where she is, it looks like she's doing that rhythmic gymnastics under the High Line. I did, yeah, under the the train tracks for the Cambridge. I noticed that, too. it like the High Line, and I was like, is she under the High Line? I mean, didn't they shoot Get a Clue in New York, or was that also Toronto? Maybe this is This might be, this might have been, yeah, like, when you've got, like, Lindsay Lohan and Hillary Duff on board, they can get enough money to shoot in New York for a couple of days. Yeah, because my first note is why would they were doing doing rhythmic gymnastics underneath the high line? Yeah, speaking of well, it's not. I don't know if rhythmic gymnastics is the term. It's flag dancing, where it's like the ribbon where you twirl. Twer- rhythmic gymnastics. Is it rhythm? I thought it was two separate. I thought rhythmic gymnastics is when like you are doing like back handsprings around on the floor, and ribbon dancing is like when you you know f- flutter a ribbon around. You can't see what I'm doing. Audience. You think it's called ribbon dancing? Yeah. You think that the Olympic sport is called ribbon dancing? Yes. Then what's the what's the flipping on the floor around? Gymnastics. That's just gymnastics. Yeah. So there's rhythmic gymnastics and gymnastics. Yeah. Okay, and, I, and you're looking at me like an idiot for getting those confused. Again, Lucas knows nothing about women's sports. Yeah, wow, there, what a sex. There is. are male He's rhythm never... rhythmic gymnastics sounds. But they are tradi- traditionally it's a female sport. Oh well, it sounds like men are breaking the tradition. Um, so it sounds like you don't even know what it's called. <laughs> so um, they're all so yeah they're doing this uh, ribbon dance. Yeah, to... no, it's not a fucking ribbon. I mean, dance. it is. Okay, it, is, is categor- it is categorical. gymnastics is a sport in which gymnasts perform on a floor with an apparatus, hoop, ball, clubs, ribbon, or rope. Okay. There's, there's a, a lot more to it than I thought. Yeah, there's a bunch of... It's like a dance form. Mm-hmm. But you're, the t- actual floor routine is from actual gymnastics. Like, okay. you're thinking of, like, Sean Johnson, like, the... The flippers. Oh, it's a different okay. thing. Okay, there we go. We found it, people. No, so, I always had it. He needs <laughs> it. I, I had it. He didn't. So they're dancing. Not. I don't think this is music is diegetic, but they're dancing to a song that they're gonna play seven times. I'm a one girl revolution. Yeah, you guys will hear it at the break, but they play it like seven times. In I this only movie. noticed it twice. Here right. at, the, at the end. No, there's one other part uh, too. Uh, and security. Please stop. Please stop. Um, and so there, it's Hillary Duff and another girl. She also girl. has her hair, her blonde hair up, and then she has, you know how guys back in like the early aughts, we used to buy those like ponytail holders that had fake hair around them, and then you put it over your actual ponytail? She has blue hair, like one of those blue fake I hair. T- pink. She changes it throughout the movie. Oh, okay. At this point, it's blue. Okay. She always has, before she goes to military school, she always oh, yeah, has, yeah, like, fake couldn't... neon hair dye clips in, which is, like, how I guess they're interpreting, like, artsy Manhattan students. Yeah, student. so let's, let's just good. say this up front. This is, like, a hardcore nightmare of a liberal arts school, where it's, like, like, like it's a caricature of one. Like, it's yeah. just, they're, they're make it's ridiculous, where it's just, like, their project... Like, the rhythmic gymnastics is her project. Is her project about family, and then Hilary Duff is gonna make a doc documentary and then later on she's in math class and says at my old school we only did math when we felt like like it which was never i understand because she doesn't know math i I loved it i kind of liked this and i think this is a note i make later on but i like forgot this i think i thought that like oh this was like every other movie of this trope where she was like a Lindsay lohan like kind of like a spoiled brat like Mm -hmm. i mean Lindsay lohan and get a clue was what i was referencing but like kind of like a spoiled brat but she's really not no she's more of like an art Hippie. She's like a a, a, a dharma, like kind a, of. yeah, like a, a yeah, free yeah. spirit. Like she's like a stick it to the man, free thinker, yeah, nonconformist kind of person. She's not really like ooh, like Louis Vuitton, like that mm-hmm. sort of. That's what I thought it was, but it's not really that. It's a different character, yeah, which is a little I, bit more interesting. I actually misremembered, and again, I hadn't seen the film before. 
Um, I thought that the plot was that she was like a bad kid, and that's why she got so sent. did I. <laughs> I have seen this movie before. Why did I think that she gets sent away? Oh, I don't know because that would be normal response. Because sending your well-behaved child to this horrible military <laughs> school, she's unprepared after for. Ra- after raising her in the most liberal arts, free yeah. spirited, and like- then just dropping her off at military school—that's a psycho decision. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, I hear this a lot through this podcast. These parents are the fucking worst parents. They're pretty bad, and like they try and paint them as being good because the mom's like learning how to be like a parent I guess I don't know oh but, glad like, she's figuring it out yeah, when the girl's yeah, fucking like, 15 years I, yeah, old but like the freaking like s- steps to get there are the most insane these things. parents are Ms. absolutely Ms. everyone involved stepdad dad mom I all think that <laughs> oh they- yeah let's talk about the normal dad so she he's it, hot that's my first note okay great uh, he, she gives the performance and they're like great job great performance and then like the friend I think his name her name is Amanda is like and this was all choreographed by my best friend Kelly Collins couldn't have done it without her. Um, also, fun fact: I assumed her last name would be Kelly because you do cadet and then by their last name, and no. she's the only one that they refer to by cadet and their first name. Like it's always Cadet Stone or Cadet uh, Perez or whatever, but her it's Cadet Kelly for no goddamn reason. They call her Collins sometimes. Yeah, yeah but the, the main guy only the calls her. Title cadet. is cute. It's cute. It's fine. But so like he's like uh, the teacher's like, all right, great. And there, by the way, this class is outside. FYI, because, it's under the highway. So yeah. And is like, uh, what are you doing for your product on family, Kelly? And she's like, I'm going to make a documentary film and call it La Familia. <laughs> she is not Spanish. I don't know why she decided to call it that. And he's like, oh, I thought you were going to write a short story. And she's like, ah, oh, that's really what the product's evolved into, you know? Like, I got to chase my artistic spirit. And he's like... I vibe that. I vibe that. And then we cut over and we see her father with like a camera and a photography bag. And for some reason, he's just standing on a wall. I don't know why he's on that wall. I mean, I just think it's a really interesting choice to have a camera and be standing on a wall while your daughter's attending a grade school class. It's a weird look for any adult man. He doesn't play it nearly safe enough with that camera. I think he breaks his camera constantly because he's a clumsy man, as we will see And an irresponsible father. Yes. So then they're walking away from class. And also, he's just a freaking weirdo like yeah. he, the way he talks is crazy because she's like oh dad tell me where you're going on your trip so I'm like okay so this guy's a photographer he's going on a big trip I get that but then he goes Myanmar <laughs> Busan or something I don't remember like all the oh uh Chad and he says it exactly like that the like, delivery on that like, was and really I was like, fucking weird I was like excuse me sir and then like they stop for a hot dog he's like oh let's get a hot dog <laughs> and I was like what is this guy doing with his voice it was like it was like one of their little games, but like they didn't, it, it wasn't something that she was doing back. No, really. no, it was totally unprompted. They were supposed to, I think he was trying to like deliver an air of whimsy to their relationship. He's a fun dad. He's a quirky dad. He's gonna like he, get I a mean, hot dog. He is, but he also, I picked up on this, this, I picked up on this already, and then he says, looked at his watch and says, oh, that's right, I have to get you back. And I was like, oh, there it is. I knew he had big divorce dad energy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they get a taxi and then drive. Oh, also, by the way. I like that they're divorced and no one's dead. Yeah, that's very good. Um, but, and they're like, again, I, I feel like, have you ever seen people who straight up hate each other after getting divorced? Cause I feel like all the, divor- all the divorces we've seen, they're very amicable. No, I think we have. I'm trying to remember it. Keep talking, but there is one where like, well, the there mom- was, there was, no, there was dad napped in which we, in, we inferred that the mom hates the father, but it wasn't, <laughs> uh, wasn't in the, I feel like there's one that we've watched where the mom, where the dad like abandoned the family or something and the mom like shits on him, but not that we see them. Well, no, together. even then that makes sense. I'm saying like, we see like two divorced parents, like trading, sharing custody, and then they just like cannot stand 
stay on the side of each other. I would love to see that. That feels more true to life than Very, whatever this bullshit right. is. But also, uh, something I wanted to bring up that, that I forgot to bring up here, because it's going to be important as they're traveling to the second location, is that Hilary Duff narrates this movie. And, like, literally every other movie we watch that has one of the characters narrate the movie, it's entirely unimportant and not used You well. don't need her narration. You don't need it. I don't know why they keep trying to do this and, like, they think, like, make kids... Kids do, need kids it? Kids don't... Can't follow the plot otherwise unless someone has to stop and say, like... Well, it's also just, like, incredibly annoying. Like, her narration is cute, but the, the, the things they have her say is incredibly annoying and rehashy, where yeah. it's, like, you'll watch something happen on screen, and then she'll, like, recap it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and it's, like, now I'm getting sent to military school, and it's, like, no, we just saw that conversation yeah. occur. Like, you don't need to, Or like, she'll just, like, tell you what she's thinking, and it's very obvious what she's already thinking just by, yeah, like, like the, this is gonna Yeah, like, this is gonna suck. It's, like, no, like, we got it. Like... But so she's, like, uh, they get in a cab, and it's, like, oh, and then we cut to a woman in an office, and I'm um, being, you know, busy, busy, busy. What the, the fuck does the mom do? Uh, editing, publishing, something okay. like that. Some, something like, they mention it briefly. And she's, like, mom, she works hard. And then, like, uh, yeah, whatever. It's like, it's thing it's like visual clues we got yeah, it we got that and then like they come into the office and they're like and she's like they're divorced but they're chill with each the other the only good thing about them as parents was that they're pretty good co-parents yeah they don't despise each well, other well is the dad a good co- co-parent though because he does kind of just seem like he like takes his daughter out on a fun excursion and then screws off to oh yeah he's, I, mean, for... I mean he's a, he's a terrible parent okay, okay but they seem to deal with each other they seem fine. to be terrible co-parents they're terrible together <laughs> yeah okay um and like so he they're talking and then hillary duff like takes her camera uh, her and camcorder puts them in face. and but like no she like puts it all around them and is like filming everything and like all that stuff and this is kind of something that i want to get into is like i think hillary duff is really good in this role i just think they need to needed to have written her character a little bit better because i don't understand why like you're saying like they took this whole like free spirit like does what she wants artist kind of thing and then just made her kind of like unaware of the world around her for stuff like this where like obviously you that's not how you behave like if you were like a child i'd buy that that like you don't understand what how to behave in like a social setting or whatever but she's freaking 15 years old she's i don't we don't know how old she is they never fucking tell us she's at least she could be thir- hillary duff looks so fucking young i have no well, idea Well, she's in high school how how because it's where george getting- washington military academy high school and they compete against other high schools i didn't know it was a high school they, well to be fair they're it's just called the military academy but everyone they compete against is called the high school so we can assume they're high school okay so, so it's High school, so she must be 15, 14, 15. 14, 15. 14, 15. And Kirsty Cross Romano is 16, and she's at least a year older than her. I just think, I don't, I don't understand why you're saying she doesn't know how to behave in a social situation. This, she's just like hyper. She's just like, fu- and she's like artsy and being weird, but like, uh, every other, besides this, every other social situation she's fucking put in is insane. I wouldn't know how to behave in any of those yeah, situations. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, also later when she freaking goes up and hits Joe in the face with her camera, like, you should know that, like, you, that's not It's how fucking you... a comedic beast. <laughs> and it still just doesn't, but it doesn't make sense. But I'm thinking, like, once we what get- What are you getting at? I'm this? saying when we get to the school, and then, like, there's the whole, like, oh, conformity is bad, and all that stuff, that really works with her character, but yeah. just, like, these early scenes, it just doesn't feel like she's, like, a person. It feels like she's, like, this is how, like, a child would act in this kind and of I think that's what they're trying to show not that she's like a child but that she's like kind of hyper and like a little out of control and that's why i think i kind of remembered that she i thought she did something bad and i think i thought she knocked over this fishbowl yeah she and that's why they sent her to military school 
she yeah because she's doing this filming and then she like backs up into a fishbowl and then it like teeters for like freaking 10 goddamn minutes on this pole mm. before it falls over and they're all just standing there going oh, oh. why didn't and they th- grab no it no one goes no one moves to grab it they literally it falls so slowly it spins around like they someone could have just stepped forward grabbed it and it would have been fine 100 percent. but like, like she knocks it over and like seems like it's an important thing in the mom's office i was like is this, I remember it's being, literally like, gold is this why they sent her to military school but she saves them and she's like every fish life is worth saving yeah and they're just goldfish it's not like an exotic fish tank or something i think i like remembered that. it being something different um but then yeah then we cut back to again this is i don't fully understand her situation i think she lives with the mom and like that she just sees her dad the dad a lot. just apparently picks her up from school and brings her to the mom i guess i guess she, i don't know if she has like a room at her dad's the or where is, the dad the lives the dad is like a fucking national geo photographer yeah. who's apparently apparently appears to be away a lot also the wherever the mom lives like i don't know what this mom's doing but she has a banger of an upper east side apartment yeah um, also i was totally expecting for them to dive into like that's how they met was that like he was the photographer for this magazine she edits or freaking whatever but like i they just are like don't i was like that was right there how do they meet where their money come from i have literally no idea like that could have been a narration that would have been great who is joe is this the guy from wings i don't know if he's from wings i do recognize him i don't know i looked it up i forgot but but yeah, before we introduce Joe, so they're sitting in the apartment and she's like, oh, don't worry about it, honey. And she says the freaking weirdest line where she says, don't worry about it, honey. There wasn't that much water damage. And I was like, water damage? To the floor, she's, I guess. It was a spill. Like, she spilled Not some stuff. Not the guy st- from Wings. It's, I don't know. But they're eating dinner. And then, yeah, Joe walks in, who we saw a picture of in her office. This is like, again, we are told this in narration. It's the first guy that her mom has dated since they got divorced. And, like, this was another thing that I thought was weird is that she likes Joe. Yeah. Like, he, oh, first of all, J- Joe is only listed as Sir on IMDb, which is crazy because we learn his name. He's in like a million things. He's on a bunch of stuff, yeah. Dodgeball, Talladega Nights, um, Office Space. But he's on the West Wing, which probably what I'm recognizing him from. He also, um, is Timothy, James Timothy Possible on Kim Possible. Oh, that's fun. Oh, he does have that voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But here's the thing. What I wrote down about her here where you're like, she's like, there's not a lot of water damage and, and Kelly's like, it's, oh, I just feel bad. Like every fish life is worth saving. I think like, did one die? I don't know what happened, but she's talking She said you saved most of them and then she goes, I saved all of them. Like she's like Superman. Every fish life is worth saving. Like, I just think she does a great job with this character. Like I think Hilary Duff is yes. really cute. I think like, I agree with Luke. There is some things that could have been written better. I think they play. But she does great with what she's been this given. This is a fish out of water thing and I think they play some stuff for some stupid comedic beats to make it like funny and over the top, but because it's a kids movie, but. It's a very hard line to play that Lindsay Lohan has to play in Get a Clue, and it's similar here. And it's, again, Luke has never seen this movie. I'll make him watch it one day, guys. But it's a very much like Cher from Clueless, where you have to be vapid, but in like like a little bit vapid and a little bit spoiled, but in a way that still makes you likable and endearing. Because if you are, the usually the rich, popular girl is not the protagonist of the movie. She's usually the bitch. And when you make that the main character, you have to make sure that they're not completely unlikable. And she plays that good, like, a good mix of, like, being a little bit naive about the world around her, like, aka doesn't understand that her best friend Carla is poor, and, like, things like that. Like, but she's still very endearing, and you still think that, like, oh, she's a good person and, like, not an asshole. Yeah, totally. She doesn't come off like an asshole at all. She feels like a good person. She's a little bit, like, spacey, but you can tell she's, like, always trying to do good and do the right thing, even if it's, like, misguided. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, so Joe shows up rocking one hell of a mustache, let me tell you, on this guy. Fierce. And, and then the mom just walks up and just starts freaking making out with Joe and, like, right at the doorway. She cannot <laughs> wait to get on that mustache. It takes them way too long to explain how these parents, how Joe and the mom met. 
Like it, like it, they, they, it doesn't say until like Do she's at the school, it? and yes, when she's at the school, she's talking to maybe Carla, and she's like, "Oh, they met at a wedding." Oh, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "Okay, that makes sense," because how the fuck else would these two people <laughs> run into each other? He's like a military guy who I'm assuming lived in D.C. Like, I'm not. Why would he live in? He's literally. They, he's he's a retired general, which is a wild statement that he's like. I was like, he's also not that old. No, like, to be retired. No, I was like, well, yeah. Well, I honestly, I wanted to figure out what's going on with Joe in that regard. But yeah, so she gives us the lowdown on Joe. It's like the mom really likes him. First guy she dates is dad, and then she's like, oh yeah, I really like him too. I think she, she, I think he's really good for mom and all this stuff. And then she's like, again, circling them with the camera, and then gets in, goes in for close up on Joe, and then hits him in the face, and somehow cuts his nose open because like he starts bleeding. Like, I was like, whoa! But then they're sitting down at dinner, Joe's got a bandaid on his face, and then they're like, so, uh, you know, making kind of, it's kind of like meant to be a little awkward. Yeah. But this is what's Because really, Joe's a little awkward. He, he's a little awkward, but also just like, they they basically tell her like, oh, you know, we really like each other, and we would like to, you know, settle down and get married. And she's like, oh, and then she goes, oh yeah, that'll be great you have for you guys to do sometime. And then he, they're like, we're not, like, asking you, we're telling. This is also, it's the exact same thing as Clueless, where she acts, like, you can tell the parents have, because of, like, the the divorce or whatever she acts almost like as an adult which mm-hmm. is like similar to Sharon Clueless where like she's kind of like the female head of the household because the includes the mom's dad and so he treats her like an adult and like Paul Rudd's like what the fuck like <laughs> this is not how like you keep like she shouldn't have an equal say like she basically like well, yeah but I think I think it's different in that I don't think she actually has one I think she thinks she does like, yes. in, like in her head she always says we have to do this ever... we have to prepare for the baby that's coming later honestly like I'll disagree there these parents are fucking morons that's I don't trust them with point. anything that's a good point I think actually. once Joe comes and maybe she doesn't have to do everything, but maybe to this point, like she does say that a lot. Like, by the way, she says I have to do everything. I think she does. I think she's done a lot for herself. That's, yeah, you're probably right. Her mom can't cook. Her dad's never yeah, there. The, like, the, the dad also apparently can't cook. Like, I think they're feeding this child exclusively yeah, takeout. Hot dogs. Like <laughs> I was, she's eating out of a carton, but she's. But it is that thing where I do think she's kind of might be a little bit of like a latchkey kid and kind of is independent and now like thinks like oh it's like a th- us three equal footed adults, mom, dad, and me. Mm-hmm. And so then when this military guy comes and he's like, we're not asking your permission, you fucking child <laughs> like like i mean that's what his look intimidates. Yeah. like it's like because that's how she says it. she's like you she's like oh that'll be great i'm all for it and then they're like you have my blessing yeah yeah and but like but that's what's weird about it is that like they're like uh we want to get married and she's like great sounds great can't wait for you to do that someday and they're like no that's like happening right now and she's like all right, even better. Like, there's no drama there. Yeah, no, it's not like the the normal Disney thing when it's like your the parent marries someone else because usually the other parent's dead. Yeah. Um, which this man does come close to. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's Disney such a turn. Does with the parent death and then um and but like yeah, she likes Joe and is like all for them getting married. She has no. I miss issue. this. I miss the scene. Like now Disney's trained me that I now miss the scene where it's like hey, he's not my dad. Yeah, that's where you like. Yeah. That's where you think it was going. Uh, but it just it, that's what it just doesn't make sense why it's awkward other than that. Okay, wait, is this, what happens next? Is this when she's with the mom? Yeah, she's with the mom in a room. The mom is wearing a, just a freaking kimono. I don't know why. And, like, they're just talking about, you know, wanting to get married. She said she's getting married and all that stuff. And she's like, no, no, I'm happy for her. You guys are gonna be, it's gonna be all good. Don't worry about it. And she's like, okay, but then you can kind of see, like, the cloud Hillary, come like, over Like, Hilary Duff kind of has trouble falling asleep a little bit. And it's like, oh, things are changing. Also, the mom is holding something back. Yes. Which we will see. Is this in the next scene? And then, yeah, that's the, okay, also another weird thing is I don't want to fully say time has no meaning in this movie but this movie jumps around the timeline a lot because like in this scene like they're telling her oh we want to get married sometime soon and then cut to 
like them buying her wedding dress, like yeah, getting they her didn't re- like. I believe this engagement moved quickly, but I also believe that that must have been a massive timeline jump yeah. that they don't address. Uh huh, totally. Um, but so now they're like shopping. I think they're at a makeup counter mm-hmm. or something. Well, well, before that, we see her lead Joe to a taxi with like her wedding gown and like a bunch of stuff and he's and she's is like i haven't told her yet and he's like you haven't told her and he, she's like no and he's like well do you want me to talk to her and she goes oh, let me do it and yeah so then they're gonna make um, yeah counter. you're her fucking mother yeah. you should do it mm-hmm. she's an i hate this and, and also because it would make her resent him even more well, i mean she does it but she does like a little bit but i don't think she understands that she resents him but she she resents what he represents um and so uh yeah they're at the makeup counter and like picking out makeup for her wedding and whatever, whatever. And she's and like, this is why I wrote that Hillary Duff's bangs. She has her little like Lizzie McGuire season one bangs, where it's like they're short and like they part down the middle, like they go in little curtains on the side of her face. And then she puts headbands. And this is like, I wish that I mean, it's just Lizzie McGuire, the hair, same hairstyling, where she has those little tiny bangs. And then she wears headbands on the back of them, like on the top of them. And I just said they deserve the medal of freedom. It's so <laughs> cute. She looks so cute. It's and it's so- a crime that they make her not do that with her hair when she goes to military school. But it's military. School. She has to wear buns, but her bangs still stick out. But so, uh, and then she's like, well, yeah, you know, a lot of things are going to change. She's like, don't worry. I'm, you know, adapted to change, whatever. It's going to be fine. She's very upbeat about it. She's like, well, yeah, well, we're going to probably have to move. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to need apartment space. I don't remember what they say. And it's like, well, no, we're moving to, do you remember the name of the place? Upstate New York. Upstate New York. And she's like, what? We're moving out of the city? You can't move me out of the city. Like, all my friends are here, and, like, I- I'm going to miss the start of school. Fair point. And then she's like, and I'm going to miss the start of school. It's like, oh, they have a great school up there that Joe is going to be the principal of. Like, well, spoil- like fun fact, you're moving you're out moving. of your home. And then, guess and what? And changing also, schools. And then it's not only changing schools, and it's also a very well-structured, which will be good for you, is what she says, uh, military. Does she say military school? She does. Here? She says military school. And then we have that a shot they used in the trailers of Hillary Duff going, military, military school? And, uh, Her incredulous face is great. Yeah. Like, Hillary Duff's, ah! It's like the, I want a bra! Like, that same face <laughs> for, from Lizzie McGuire. It's really good. She, I, she sells it for me. Um, also, like, this is fucked. Oh, I will yeah. say this right now up front. Like, I know this is, this is a movie. This is what we're, with the plot that we're moving towards. But, um, in, if we're putting this in a real life context, um, this mom is a dick. I thought, I remember this movie. I saw it a very long time ago, obviously, probably 2002. And I like, I remember her getting sent away for bad behavior for like killing fish or something. So the fact that she's getting sent to military school just so this mom can get her dick wet is insane. Well, also, not only that, and this is what I thought was really lame, is that they made such a point to say like, this is my mom. She's classic busy businesswoman. Her job is everything. She loves it. But then she's like, well, no, I'm going to learn how to like cook and be like yeah, a homemaker. She gives up her whole she life. Gives her, she gives up her whole job to be like uh to be a stay at home mom. And I'm like, at one hand, I'm like, yeah, if that's what you want, go off, sis. But also, like, then why have you spent so long, so, 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 so hard on your career? And also, then like you have this banging up east side apartment and all this stuff. Yeah, like, she is. This mom is ready and willing to throw her entire life away to fuck this general <laughs> on upstate New York. And I'm like, and also like, you know what? Like when you're saying like, go off, sis, like, yeah, I am all for like, live your truth. Ladies yeah. doing it for themselves, whatever you want to do. But 
things change when you have a 15 year old daughter mm-hmm. that you have to like like it's not just do whatever you want to do anymore you have a fucking kid also it seems like she's changing herself for this man a little bit yeah like, I don't which, agree which I'm not a fan of um, but then Hillary Duff is immediately like I was like well you can't like she's like we're gonna drive into the city all the time and she's like I don't care if we have to drive into the city <laughs> you can't move out so of New York I'm like upstate New York is like not that easy of a drive like depends how far upstate oh, God, they yeah, are no. but like I knew the second she said that she was lying no one wants to drive from upstate New York into New York um, and then she's like and then she gives three she, hours easy. she gives a action and then she gives like a good thing a good uh, response which is why don't I just live with Amanda her parents wouldn't mind like it would be great I yeah live, they're rich and li- crazy I live with my best friend and if you're driving to the city all the time I'll still see you guys so it's no problem and, and clearly you're not really doing a lot of caring for me anyway yeah so. and I think well I think this was also to set and this was why they set up the whole dad going on a strip thing why can't she just live with the dad um, so he'd be gone but also like doesn't he have visitation like can't they just straight up move the daughter out of the city like, I don't like, know like, I, 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 I don't like know. away from where he lives yeah. maybe it's fine if it's in state I have no idea but I also just think these parents are bad parents for doing this to her right but she just says well it doesn't matter I'm not going I'm not going I'm not going <laughs> and then we do a hard cut to her packing a suitcase with, with Amanda, Amanda. The, the best friend both with fake neon hair colors yeah in. and there she's and then ah! Yeah, this scene. <laughs> this is another thing they use in the trailers all the time. And so she's like, uh, I'm not going. It doesn't matter. It's like, so are they going to make you like wear a uniform? And then she's like, yeah, I guess. And she goes, uh, uh, uh. And they, yeah, they do this back and forth where she goes like, uh, and then Hillary goes, uh, and then like back and forth. And she goes, no, yes. Like, I, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's funny, but it just kind of comes out of nowhere. But they play that in all the goddamn trailers. Um, and then it's like, oh no, that's what it was. It wasn't, um, wear a uniform. It's like, are they going to make you sit? in desks because yes, god yes. no they don't have desks at their Sitting outdoor the, liberal arts that school that happens outside yeah, yeah. Hillary Duff says something here doesn't she say like I'll be back or I'm not gonna do like she, she like, says I'm not going she's, she's, yeah, she's, 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 like, I'm she's not 100% going. in denial smash cut to her there <laughs> yeah, smash cut to her walking in the gates we do some really uh, I don't want I feel like we said this about another oh we said this about the luck of the Irish that it was weird American dream porn there's something I don't want to say this movie is military porn but it's a little... It is glorifying. It's definitely glorifying the military way of life. And I'll... I mean, but only to an extent because I'm sure if anyone who's been in the armed forces or has been to military school would watch this and say this is nothing... Oh, I'm sure this... it's completely incorrect. Yeah. But I kind of thought that, like, based on her character and, like, the way that things, like, are set up, that she was going to, like, come into this military school and be like, we need to be our individuals and, like, mm-hmm. this is wrong and, like, stuff like that. But, like... That's not really what happens. No, no. She ends up really, like, holding the company line at yeah, the end. And, like, like, she's a completely different person. Like, I enjoy her journey in this movie. I do. But it does kind of feel like they browbeat her into conformity. Yes, like, a she little bit. It just becomes, like, it doesn't, she doesn't really retain that thought process or way of life. And doesn't, she doesn't really enact, like, big change in the military. Like, she changes. Mm. And I don't really think, like, yeah, she was a little fucking hyper and hit people with a camera. But, like, I, she wasn't, like, a bad kid where I was, like, she needs to change. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, we get a bunch of like glory shots of like people walking around in full uniform. A the, lot of shots of the American flag yep, and the flagpole waving. A lot of shots of, of it. the George Washington Military Academy. And then so she's walking just like through the quad in her normal clothes, and everyone's like looking at her weird. And she's I, wearing wedges, and she has a tiny little beaded bag. And it was my vision board when I was in the sixth grade. <laughs> but I was just confused because I was like, everyone's looking at her weird. But and I was like, guys, dude, like. Aren't new students a thing? Like, everyone's new at, at some one point, point. And also, like, why would they not, she not have a uniform before she got there? I don't freaking know, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's a visual gag, so that she It really is. It really is. But I was just like, everyone's new. I don't understand. Someone was new always. I don't get it. 
Um, but so then she makes her way into her barracks or dorm or whatever you want to call it. The girls are all like, hmm, who is this girl? Whatever. Who is this bitch? And, uh, she goes and, like, finds her bunk and, like, starts setting her stuff, stuff down. And is this where we get introduced to the blanket? She tries to, like, set the yeah, blanket. Yeah, she has, like, a, a, a tie-dye rainbow blanket. Yeah, she, she wants starts, to- and, like, uh, this girl next to her is like, I wouldn't do that. It's not regulation. And she's like, it's a blanket. Like, why does it matter? And, um... At one point, doesn't she say the khaki of it all? Which made me laugh in this scene. Uh, may- maybe. I'm not sure. And she's like, I just can't with the khaki of it all. And I was like, that's really funny. But the most important thing that happens in this scene is some of the girls say, oh, no, we got Colonel Captain Stone, Stone again this year, or this semester. And she, she's like, who is that? And then it's like, the most ice cold, like, heart- heartless 16-year-old girl you've ever met. And, just, and then someone mentions the god himself, Brad. This fucking golden dick that everyone's <laughs> obsessed with. That I literally have a note that says, why are all these girls so horny for Brad? Also, okay, here's another thing. Why are the students in charge of the other students? What kind of Hogwarts system yeah, is I, this? I don't know if that's like, a military school thing, but it seems like a horrible right? idea. Because, yeah, like, when the girl likes the same guy that you like, you can then fucking punish her out apropos of nothing. Like, this, I, I feel like they had do some research, so I'm assuming it's based on something real because that court thing seemed real. Oh yeah, I that mean, seemed like that was based. That would, on and that would make sense. That's like cadets doing that, but the fact that like yeah, another student is in charge of like because yeah, she's in charge of their bunks. She yeah. like sleeps like in the head mat, head room of their barracks, and like it's very fucking weird. It it doesn't make any sense to me, but if it's real, then whatever. We should have googled military school before this, and I'm sorry, but at the we same time, re- we never do research. I don't we're feel not like start doing now. that research. Here in the U.S., armed forces were very, very sorry. sorry, but then. And the most important thing that happens in this scene, there's a hush that falls over the girls as they all fall in a line in front of their bunks, all, you know, saluting, posing perfectly. And then who walks in but Christy Carlson Romano. CCR herself. Exuding the most big, big dick, dick energy. energy. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. I'm also glad to I'm scared them. of her. I, she is just so, co- pardon the word, commanding, so powerful. Her vibe is incredible in this in this entire film. Yes. And just, like, walking up and down like she owns the place, killing it on all cylinders. And she walks up to Hilary Duff. With her assistant, Gloria. With her assistant, Gloria, who, spoiler alert. Best character of the movie. Best character of the movie is Gloria. Don't, I can't explain why, but she is. The mother I never had. <laughs> my, my, my best friend. She's going to be the best man at my wedding. <laughs> she's great. But she, like, walks through doing an inspection, you know, making sure everyone's in their uniforms and what all, and she looks at and Kelly. Hilary Duff is not. Hilary Duff's not in uniform. She's got the blanket on the bed. And then she's like, what is that ratty thing? And she's like, it's a blanket. And then, like, Kirsten Cross Armada goes and gets it. And she goes, and it's not ratty. And he, she goes, hmm, and drops it on the floor and just drives it her into the freaking with ground. With her combat boot. With her combat boot. And she goes, there. Now it is. Keep it out of my barracks. Maggot. And that's what she called her this whole time. It's it's basically her pet name Maggot. for her. It's basically her pet name. They're kind of gay, I want to uh, say. Yeah, it's a little there's a, there's homoerotic. A, there's something there between them. Also, um, you know what would have been a great device is introducing this blanket slightly earlier in a way that you understand that it was important to her. Because yeah. at this point, I'm like, just fucking put the blanket well, Also, again, <laughs> well, yeah, also, and then also, again, why does a 15-year-old have a special blanket she needs to yeah, hold? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, it makes feel like They should have showed her dad giving it to her or something before yeah, he left. That something. would have been a, a useful Oh, yeah, that would have been totally point. like, oh, I'm giving you one thing until before I go away. Like, I got yeah. this in Myanmar or something. Or Chad. <laughs> Chad. Um, and, like, and this is where, okay, this is literally... 
my number one problem with this movie, and I feel like Emma's going to agree with me on this. Why did no one tell her how anything, anything works? Anything works. Anything works. Is there not an orientation is there at this no, point? Yeah, they just drop you in and it's like, all right, have fun learning everything. This is another thing. Um, here's another point. Her fucking stepdad is the, the principal. <laughs> he's the president And then of the later school. on, he's going to be like, by the way, you're not reflecting well on me. Because you're like, I'm the principal and you're my Here's the thing. You know how crazy she was. You yeah. had, had her in a school where she didn't do math. Like, you knew what you were dropping her into. Like, how about the week before? You guys just do a little tour around the school and you just lay down how You just say, okay, and- so like, here's your uniform. Number one, I'm going to give you a uniform right before ahead of time. Ahead of time so you look in place. And, and then, Don't like- bring that blanket. I'm, I, we live together. I'm watching you pack. Yeah. And, I, like, <laughs> and, this, and this would have, and this is another thing where I'm saying that I think the character would have been written better is that I think had you established that and she, she was aware of the rules and was just willfully breaking them because she's such a free spirit and like lives her life non-conforming, that would have been made her stronger as a character. But as for like the next like 20, 30 minutes, it's just her fumbling around and everyone being like, that's not how it works. And she's girl. like, what? Like, she's like, what? I can't wear 17 bracelets beneath my military and uniform. And I was like, was there no way orientation did no one walk her around and let her know how things work like and like literally like she's looking to that poor carla girl like what do i do like she doesn't yeah. notice salutes like why did no one tell her any of that exactly and then so then they get called lights out and it's visibly like daytime i don't know maybe that's not a military thing you go to bed at like 4 p.m no. i don't know and then, <laughs> i don't know and then they wake up and like this becomes a running joke that she like can't wake up with the you know the she falls out of bed she falls out of bed and scares her ha 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 she's the only one not wearing like normal pajamas everybody else is wearing you know like their military issue their uh yeah wait what are they their fatigues i think is what it's called or is that just like no fatigues are like the uniform oh i thought it was what you wear when you're fatigued i don't (laughs) uh that was mostly a joke um so yeah and then she goes they all are lined up in like the quad or whatever like for morning inspection i don't know and she comes out, everyone, she's late, and she's got, like, a scarf on and, like, 17 bangles. Fatigues and are, like, camo. Sure, I don't know. I was just making a fatigue joke, Emma. Well, was uh, it worth it? Because I, I, I didn't so. even laugh. I think no so. No one laughed. I thought it was pretty good. No now, one It doesn't matter laughing. if you laughed. What matters is if the audience laughed. And they didn't. Man, I can, I, we I can't prove that. We can't prove that. Not laughing. But so, like, uh, she's standing in line with her, like, self all accessorized. And she's actually in the uniform this time, and then like, but she has like fucking shit all. She's like yeah. fifty bangles or and then like scarf. And so the girl who's next to her in her bunk, I assume she's introduced herself as Carla at this yes, point, but yes, I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, that's Carla, and she like is motioning to her like, take all that off. You're gonna get in trouble. Like that's not how that works, sis. And like she's like, why? I don't. Know. She's like fluffing her scarf. Like you can see her mouthing. Like why? I look good. And, yeah, like, she's trying to like add her own personal flair to the uniform. Yeah, which I dig. And, but then she's like, no, no, no. And she's like, fine. And she takes all of it off and pours it into her hat and then puts her hat on her head. And then Christian Carlson Romano comes by and like looks her over and is like, hmm. Like, all right, I guess you got your shit somewhat together. together. And then like, I for no help for me, cause I'm not going to tell you how to do this. Yeah. And no one, and neither then, is like, anyone else. And like, she goes to like salute her and then Hillary Duff doesn't do that cause she doesn't know how it works. And then she's like, you forgot something. And she's like, oh. And then she goes to salute and, like, hits the brim of her hat and, like, all, all of it ex- shit falls like, explodes out of her head, which I don't think that's how that would work if you had that stuff in there. I don't know if you could put that on your head with all that stuff in there, but whatever. And then, like, Christian Cross Romano is, like, picking up the bangle and being like, what is this? Like, ready just to tear her apart. And then Carla just goes, sir, can I talk to you about the maggot, sir? This <laughs> this uh, cadet uh, offers to teach her about military procedures, sir. And she goes, do Someone it Someone should have been doing that That's from exactly the what I said. And I was like, I put fault on Chris Carl Sermano that. When you see this girl, Cleo doesn't know anything. 
tell someone to be like you, tell her how all of this works, so I'm not pissed off at her for no reason for the rest of the goddamn term. There should be a fucking orientation at this school. Or just something. Or, like, yeah, assign a fellow cadet to teach her everything. And then, like, so, yeah, we cut to Carl, like, walking around being like, yeah, you gotta salute the officers and everything, and also they're using military messenger bags, because, which I don't think are a thing, <laughs> but they needed them because they're teens. And they have some messenger bags. And they have some messenger I, bags. Is this... Where she reveals that her dad is the, her stepdad is the guy. Uh, not yet. There is uh, a, a, it's a, another Carla Hillary walk and talk where yeah. she, so she admits that, that Joe is her stepdad and he's the president of this principal, but it's commandant. That's what it's commandant, called. Commandant, yes. Commandant. And that they it's met a at a wedding. That's a fun word to that's say. That's where she says they met at a wedding, but it's way later than it needs to be. Yeah, because we haven't been introduced to the dance yet, but we're going to get there. Uh, I th- no, 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 we are about to get there. Yeah, they can um, say it right now. Yeah, because th- who do they spy from across the quad? That Freaking golden Brad. dick to wonder, Brad. Brad. Brad Rigby. Um, played by the guy who... Who is not cute. He's played by the guy who plays Iceman in the X-Men movies. That's all I know he's him like, as. He's, like, cute-ish, but, like, the problem with this is that it takes place in a military school, so he has a full, like, buzz cut. He does, And yeah. I will go to the grave saying that no one in their life has ever looked good in a buzz cut, and this man is is evidence of that. He looks not great with his hair like this. I would do... This was my point that I made to you, but, like, how fucking old is Hillary Duff? Like, I didn't realize it was a high school until... I, said it I assumed ago. it was military Hogwarts and it was anyway <laughs> I just assumed based on the insane structure of like for the prefect system I was like there's kids that are 11 and there's kids at 17 and I because Hillary Duff also like she's such a small person she like has this round face she's really short so she could be playing 12 or she could be playing I think she's supposed to be playing like I think she is I'm just playing 15 here 14 15 14 least, yeah. 15 and like but I was like Brad and Christy looks 16, 17, and I was like, like, Hillary Duff is thirsting after this guy, and she looks to be 11, and I thought it was a little off age-wise. Because there's this weird scene, Hillary Duff says, like, oh, is that the cutest boy I've ever seen, and Carla's like, oh, well, you know, don't do anything about it, that's like Stone's man, or something like that. He seems to be completely uninterested in her. Oh, yeah, I think he actually kind of freaking hates her. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't think he likes Christy Carlson or Madawan. I don't think he does. And then, because, like... Carla's like, that's her man, watch out. I'm like, he doesn't even talk to her. And so, like, CCR is having, like, a breakdown with uh, Gloria, her... Crony. Crony. And is like, how How's my hair? How's my breath? Good, good. You're looking I hot. I liked this. And then, like, and then she walks, she's going to walk over to Brad to say hi to him. And then, like, Hillary Duff just, like, takes off, like, marching towards him. And then, like, they all, they're, like, fast walking, trying not to look weird. And she just walks up to Brad and just salutes him and then walks away. And then he salutes her. And then he walks away. And then you hear him say that, like, they're, like, playing football in the quad or something. And then someone goes, What was that about? He's like, I have no, no freaking idea. idea. And then, like, uh, Christmas Cross Romano just, like, stick glares down at her again, ready to rip her head off. But then she just salutes her and leaves. And this is, I agree with you. I did like this. And I wish they would have used it more because I liked that like Christian Cross Romano was obviously going to hate on her for like military stuff that she didn't know but I liked that Hillary Duff could like get back at her by doing like girl stuff like Christian Cross Romano's not good at the girl stuff yeah. that kind of thing and I was like that's a good dynamic and then Christian Cross Romano's such a good officer that she's not going to like take personal like non-military interactions into the, it but I also liked the, the dichotomy of Christian Cross Romano like how's my hair okay yeah. uh, she's like stressed about this dance and it's like she's a badass and she's a military officer but she still cares about this stuff and like this cute boy and she like wants to impress that's what him I'm saying, and it's like women can take multitudes exactly that's what i'm saying i love that she's like badass military officer but then when it comes to like being uh, trying to get a date and everything she's all nervous and everything but she i like still that cares yeah yeah like, yeah worry about re- her dress and her hair and all she's a great she, i i really wish we had more time with her in this movie she's great but yeah so carla's like oh ccr's gonna hate you for that she's 
trying to ask Brad to this dance, the welcome back dance. And she's like, and they're like, oh, like, do we actually get to wear dresses? Just like, there's a dance. There's a dance. We actually get to wear dresses. And like, and she's like, yeah, if you got them. And then like Carla, and like, you so can, if you got them. Yeah, we know. She literally, and this is, this is where we get the, Eng- the major character beat of Carla, which is, she goes, yeah, if you got them. And you could almost hear her look away whistling here. Na, 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 I'm sad. Also, um, like, Carla is like big, like, Ron Weasley energy where it's like, can like, Cadet Kelly, like, give her... It takes her so long to, like, invite her to dinner and, like, give her a dress. Like, this bitch helps Cadet Kelly with everything. He does her everything about the school. Is, like, shining shoes for her. Doing... Like, when she gets, like... I was like, can we, like, just give Carla some food? Like, yeah. she's just really struggling. Like, you're rich as fuck. Like, the, your dad well, is the g- commandant. She, like, what's, what also sucks is she gives Carla a dress. They walk back to the house. The, the commandant lives on a house on campus, and that's where her mom is. Like, that's where she effectively lives during the weekends, I guess. And, like... Like, so they go there to pick out a dress for her because... So they, I don't even, like, give her material goods, but, like, it takes her so long to be like, hey, do you want to come to dinner at my house? Like, it literally yeah. is, like, a third well, like, of the way through the movie. Right, And the, but what I'm saying with the dress is, like, she obviously, you know, doesn't have a lot to her name in this school. It's just like, oh, I'm going to give you a dress. You're going to look great. We never get to see her in the goddamn dress. No, where's the dress? We don't get to see her wear the goddamn dress. And I was like, oh, I let Carla have yeah, something. there was so much build up to that fucking dress. Nothing. Um, but while they're walking back to the house, they run into Joe and this is the walking. Oh yeah, yeah, this is the walking. And also, we said uh, this was established earlier was that he she straight up again having no diplomacy asked Joe like, so what do I call you if you get married to my mom? And then he goes, uh, Joe or, or Sir would mm-hmm. be fine. Like, and then her narration comes in as like, oh, this guy's not right, freaking ready to be a dad. Oh no, <laughs> like this is gonna suck. But he, like, stops them and asks, like, oh, where are you going? She's like, oh, we're going to get dressed. He's like, all right, well, pick out some good ones. Good to see you. And then she, and she's like, okay, bye, Joe. And then he just, like, stops for a second being like, am I going to let that slide? Am I going to let her have that one? And he's like, yeah, okay. And he walks away. And then she's like, you freaking super can't do that. Yeah, you can't call him Joe. You can't do that. And then she's like, well, I kind of can because he's my stepdad. And she's like, oh, my God. You need to tell Stone that immediately because, like, she'll go she'll away. Lay, she'll lay go way easier on you. And then she goes, no, I'm not going to do that because, like, I don't want any special treatment. I want to deal with her myself. And I was like, hell that was good. yes, Kelly. I was Kelly. like, yeah, Kelly. Hell yeah. You 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 fight your own battles. I dig it. Um, Yeah, so they go home and uh, oh, we also get a uh, brief montage, I think it was maybe before this or whatever, of her, like, taking classes. Yeah, this is before this where yeah. she's like, because they don't, they don't, I'm telling you, it takes a while for her to be like, oh, let's get you some, like, nice, you know, food at my nice, beautiful home. <laughs> yeah, my um, nice, warm, beautiful home with my loving mother. After you do literally everything to help me. Right. Um, and she that's where we have the scene where she's in the math class and says we only do math. math like it. And they're also and talking about a battle, like a historical battle, and she just go, stands up, and she raises her hand, and he's like, can this wait? And she goes, I just want to let you know that I'm a conscientious subjector. subjector. And I was like, to what? A war that happened in freaking 1812? And then also she sees the drill team for the first time. Yeah. And she goes, I believe in gun control. And and I was like, gun control doesn't apply to the military, Kelly. I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, they're fake guns. Second of all, I laughed at that. And I said, you know what? Not to get political on this podcast, but Cadet Kelly for president 2020. <laughs> She's on the right side of history with that one, folks. We can all agree. I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they go home and, like, uh, back to her house, pick out some dresses, and the mom makes them lunch. She also has, and, like, like, they're, okay, here's the thing. This week for Cadet Kelly has been Miss. 
Like, except for Carla, like, she's been getting, like, fucking railed on by this Captain Stone, Mm. gone to these classes that she doesn't understand because she never had to do math, like, had to wear this fugly uniform, was getting woken up at the crack of dawn, like, I'm, like, this movie made me feel like I might be a spoiled brat, because I was like, (laughs) I would not fucking do this. I would run away. Yeah, I did did have that thought, I was like, God, I would not make it. Yeah, I would not make it. I was like, I would not be able to do this. And she comes home and is, like, all up on her mom, like, mom, I love you, like, oh my god, blah, blah, I literally just wrote down, I was like, Cadet Kelly is a better person than me. <laughs> I would be telling my mom to get fucked if she sent me to that. Like, like, after that first week, like, maybe eventually I would, you know, adjust and like you. But after that first week, I would come home and be like, fuck you. Fuck Joe. I, I would, I would, I would, be like, I would, fuck both of I would become a bad kid. Yeah, like, I would Like, in retaliation. Be... I would just, like, start destroying things around We the house. would not be hugging. I would no. be breaking vases and saying, fuck both of you. I'm, I'm not mo- going I'm back. back. I'm moving back I'm not New going York. back. Like, I would be like, and she's just like, mom, you're the best. It's weird because I just feel like she, to the mom, and to the dad at a yeah. point when she calls him, is putting on this face that, like, yes. it's all good mm-hmm. and, like. It's because she has to do everything. She's carrying the family on her back. I don't know why she's doing that because it, it seems like they're so close like she like mm-hmm. is sitting on her mom's lap at one point which that is another weird moment but it's like yeah if you guys are so close why wouldn't you be honest with your parents and she has feels like she has to like lie to, i don't know it was it was an interesting character choice that she doesn't tell them that she's miserable and like yeah i get and i get what you're saying with like being the first week on her and, I, and like they're both obviously really happy so she doesn't want to like rock the boat but after it all goes so bad you think you just be like yeah i, I gotta i gotta, I gotta I, do this one for me this fam. is this bad one, it's not good also like i'm not saying that it's not noble to be like you know, put on a smile like your mom's happy. Like, I yeah. think that that's a noble thing to do. But I'm just saying, especially when I was a 15-year-old dick, I would have been come home and been like, I hate you, mom. This sucks. Why like, did you bring me here? I literally, like, my, my mom would make me go to, like, a cousin's birthday. I was like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, 15 is a really rough age. That's true. That's like, true. Like, with your mom. Like, I would have been like, this is ass. Like, and she just doesn't. Did you join your coffee there? So, uh, then we cut to her on an obstacle course that Christy Carlson Romano is running her through. You know, saying, Honestly, like, Chris CCR, this fucking legend. This... I need CCR yelling at me during Pilates because she's motivating. Uh, yeah, and also, I gotta, like, Kelly, again, like, Kelly's, like, trying. She's giving it literally the best she can do because she's never done this before. Yeah, no. And, like, she's, like... Do... Again, not really getting a bunch of great instruction. No. She's just saying, do it, do it, do it without a step. And then, like, this is... And then later, spoiler alert, it's gonna happen in five seconds. She has to run the course again, and then Gloria actually shows her how to do, to do it. And, and she was, can do it. And then she can do it. And I was like, wow, it's almost like you, as her commanding officer, should have helped facilitate her success. Or there should be any part, like, a part where you learn the techniques to yep. be able to complete you would, it. You would think that, but no. And, yeah, so she, you know, climbs a thing, goes through tires, unders barbed wire, all that stuff, which is... And then they realize she has a fear of heights. Yes. So there's an aerial thing where you go climb up the top, and then you're supposed to per- rappel down mm-hmm. the side of this thing. And she's which, like, I don't want to do this. This is the only thing that she straight up does wrong. Because, like, so she stays up there, she just won't come down, and, like, because uh, she's so afraid of heights... And then uh, they all, like everybody else who's running the course, gets dismissed. And then Christy Cross, she's still up there. And then, like, Christy Cross Romano comes over and, like, is like, well, okay, what, like, what's going to happen here? And so she finally comes down very clumsily and badly and, like, hurts herself. And she's like, whoa, I did it. All right, cool, bye. And then she's like, nope, uh, Cadet Commandant or whatever. 
Not Glo- I don't know. Whatever Gloria I is. Whatever Gloria is, she's going to stay with you and you're going to run it right. And I was like, she did the whole course. She just sucked at it because you're not showing her how to do it. I understand you're mad about the repel thing, but just have her do the repel part over until she gets over a fear of heights or whatever. And then she's like, well, what about the dance? And she's like, mm, I guess you're not going to the dance, bitch, because you got to run this I course. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's, I feel like it's 100% rational. I think Christy Carlson Ronald's trying to keep her from the dance because this Cadet Kelly girl is all up on her man, Brad. Yeah. And then also she straight up drops. She's like, she asks her, like, uh, can you do that? And she's like, I don't know. Are you going to tell your stepdad, the commandant? How did she find that I out? Don't know Nobody told her. Don't know how she found that out. And then she goes like, no, I'm not going to do anything. And I was expecting her to kind of look like, all right, I respect that. But instead she's just like, yeah, I got you. And I was like, no, she's being chill. Um, And then so like it starts like raining and we get. Also, they do say the word slave driver, which didn't end yeah, age they did, well. They did comment. do that. They did do that, which I was, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one. Yeah, I think it's Gloria because she makes her run the course like multiple times and everything. And it starts raining. And so she's all really yeah, hard. Yeah. Really hard rain. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it looks mean. Okay, also, when, when we started this montage, she with her landing in a face of pile of mud, mud because she like tried to swing or whatever. And the mud was so obviously painted on and they clearly, that's not going to change as we go through this. And then like, but she, and again, this is where the narration comes in where she's like, like you can see Gloria kind of like laugh at her trying or something mm-hmm. like that. And she's like, and that's all it took. I knew and she like decides to like psychological warfare, Gloria, where she's yes. like, where she's well, like, I don't know if she, okay. Well, she, your she, she sees that she's a person inside yeah, and is like, unlike stone. Gloria just, starts like not laughing at, but like, there's like, she falls, there's like a mud thing and Gloria like giggles a little bit and kind of like has a crack in her like facade, plus army, like serious facade. And Cadet Kelly, I don't think she has psychological yeah, warfare yeah, yeah. but knows like i think she knows her strengths which is that she's a very endearing person mm-hmm. and can probably get this woman to I like can't warm- climb a wall but i can make friends yeah like i can get this person to warm to me a little yeah. bit which is what she does and so she just starts like cracking terrible jokes about like the rain and the mud and stuff like that and herself she's like asking Gloria, she's like why aren't you with the dancer she's like i don't dance and it's like you don't want to just listen to music she's like i don't like music she's like nobody dislikes music it's a primal instinct that we all just gotta let out trying to hold a conversation <laughs> And then she's like, shut up, do the thing. She's like, oh, no, I can uh, psychoanalyze and exercise at the same time. And then, like, yeah, she gets to, like, the barbed wire part and then just sucks at it. And she's like, I just can't do it. And, and then, then Gloria, Gloria warms her and is like... And she goes back home in Ponce. In Ponce. We have the most beautiful, cause she's, for, she's Puerto Rican. She's like, oh, we have the most beautiful stars. And whenever I struggle, I think of the stars. And it's, it's, it's right. not a really helpful, We're, helpful story. No, but then she straight up shows her, like, okay, so what you gotta do is you gotta get okay, down, bend your, bend your knees, helpful. dig in your elbows, and like use those to propel and you she's forward. Like, push forward. And then Kelly like, immediately does it. It's like, wow, I did it great. And they like laugh and hug. And then she's like, oh, that'll be all private or cadet or It's whatever. almost like instruction can help people be better. Yeah, it's at crazy, right? It's almost like that can it's home. almost like if someone told you how things worked, you could you succeed. You could be able to do them. You, yeah. And so then she's like, oh, I can't wait to go tell Carla. And she runs to the dance. And I was like, and wait. Then, wait well, no, I was like, wait, you're not going to like go home and like shower and change before going to the dance or something? No. And uh, she just stands. So she's standing at the top of this hill. <laughs> and then and the, the, the gymnasium. Bombs her, down just, it. <laughs> freaking eats it. She just starts rolling and tumbling. Like, 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 like a human snowball. Like, like, like when you're a kid and you decide you want to roll down the hill but like intentionally she looks like wily and coyote like it's like that cartoonish where she's like rolling down this hill and goes flying through the gymnasium doors and 
then like still can't stop she herself. Can't, like I thought she would be, like she had to have been wearing roller skates or something almost like like that. Scene. Yes, yes. Like if she were wearing roller skates, like really yeah, because she just like is propelling herself through a crowd. And who does she land on? But Christina Carlson Romano. Christina Carlson Romano wearing a beautiful white dress da- in the middle of dancing with Brad. And, and of so course, Hillary Duff's covered in mud. Uh, covered and in ruins the dress. And ruins the dress. And what I thought was going to happen is she was going to walk in and embarrass herself because she's covered in mud in her dress or whatever. But then everyone starts dying laughing at Christina Carlson Romano for being muddy. And then it's like, yo, nice one, Kelly. Great job. And even Brad, again, this is why I think Brad hates Christina oh, Carlson Romano. Did you hear what Brad says here? Yeah, he says, like, uh, glad to see finally someone can, like, get. What, what is I wrote it all that. Yeah, At least someone knows how to get down and dirty. Yeah, what the hell? What does bro? that mean, you perv? What does she that looks mean? too young for you to say that, and that's why I know I'm I too old for this movie. I, what did, yeah, what does that mean? It was such a weird response to that. And like, then, were you just waiting for someone to come in and get mud all over each other? Like, you fucking weirdo? What? And then, yeah, CCR just, like, runs away, and then Kelly's just kind of standing around there. CCR does good, like, trailer screamers. Like, ah! She does. Like, yes, yeah. And then, like, Kelly's just sitting there awkwardly being like, yeah, that was definitely intentional. <laughs> And so then we do a hard cut into the commandant's office, and he's like, hey, so guess what? Um, I'm mad at you? Things aren't going great. Things aren't going great. And she's, and I, to which I'm pretty sure I always said, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. And then, like, she's like, uh, He's like, I don't know why. I've done everything to set you up for complete and total success. Just, by, by, te- by telling you nothing and setting you wild in this incredibly unwelcoming environment to what way you've been raised before, I don't know how this could have gone I don't know why on. you're struggling. But he's like, I've got a complaint from uh, Canada Captain Stone that you, for destruction of per- personal property in the form of a white dress and she's like i did not intentionally do that i tripped and got mud on it and she's like you can't be mad at me just for that and he's like well i've got complaints from your teachers and it's like you'd have a general disobedience and i, I was like it's not disobedience she just doesn't know how she's, things work she's not actively rebelling that's really. what i'm saying if she was actively rebelling and really was a one girl revolution then i would have been like okay this is i understand where this character is coming from but it's just it's like a freaking playing a board game where no one tells you the rules and then like everyone gets and they're mad, all mad at you when you do, do it wrong. wrong yeah and it's like what and then he's like i'm mad at you because you're reflecting poorly on me and then she's like well i we can't all be like those people on the drill team with the guns like they're prancing around with them like robots which i don't know why that was the comparison she made and why she jumped onto that yeah and then he's like well guess what i was one of those robots and it's kind of the thing i care the most Most about about. it's like my main character yeah and it's like that's kind of my goal as principal here. And then he and wanders over to a trophy yeah. listfully and picks and it up and he's like, we finished third place. It's the best like, we ever did. And I was like, loser. <laughs> and he's like, we've had, and that was 1970. So we haven't done that they good. Haven't done- they haven't gotten to third place in 32 years. <laughs> and I was like, I think this is a lost cause at this piece point. Piece of shit school. I, maybe you're running a shitty school. Um, and so she's like, yeah, obviously I'm not doing great because I don't get how anything works. And he's like, well. No shit, you're like, things yeah, are not so, going well. Yeah, so he's like, all right, I'm not going to do anything to change that. Bye. <laughs> and so he literally says, go home until your mom will be home later. And she's like, ugh. And so she walks home, and then this is where, like, she wants, she's, like, saying in the narration, she wants to tell mom that I'm miserable. And then also, this is when the mom goes, huh, lap. And, like, she sits on her mom's lap. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that, no. She goes, all right, lap. And the other dog's like, yeah. And, like, they sit on the thing, and tell her dog, like, swings her leg over. And I'm like, you're too old to be doing this, I think. This is why I thought she might be 11. It honestly feels almost like this movie was written for a much younger child, and then they got Hilary Duff and they had to age everything up. And this is like, she sits on the mom's lap, and this is where the mom says... Well, she says, I have something to tell you. She says, I got something to tell you, too. And she's like, okay, you go first. And the mom says, guess what? I'm pregnant. And I was like, damn, you guys... These people just got... These guys just, like, were, like, going for it. They, like, got married in, like, a month. Fucking, like, rabbit turned, Joe, I guess. Yeah, it sounds like... I don't know when he would have the time. I think that. 
exactly. He's busy, it seems. But yeah, mom's pregnant, and so like she's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have a baby, whatever, brother or sister, I don't care. And it's like it's crazy, and she's so excited. And then she's like, well, what did you want to tell me? And then she's like, well, now I can't tell my mom. She's miserable. I'm miserable for some reason. So she backs off of that because like she knows her mom's so happy. Yeah. And then she literally says to her mom like, you've made me a happy daughter. And I was like, how? How has she made you a happy daughter? She's literally single-handedly ruined your life. And then I stepped back for myself for a second and I was like, okay. I do think that like as much as I complain about Disney Channel protagonists in every one of these movies, she is the protagonist that I've been looking for. Like she <laughs> is the droid that I've been looking for. We're like, you know what we all always bitch like that they don't give a shit about their parents and how hard they work and like their lives like they're just like selfish assholes like mm-hmm. this is she does she is thinking about someone other than herself. She cares too much. Though. About her parents. About yeah. her parents because the parents don't care enough about her. They're, exactly. This is like an 80-20 relationship with the like parents. Like her rationale is sweet but like they sh- there should be some give and take here. But so then, like in her head she's like okay so here's all the stuff I gotta do. I gotta freaking figure out how military school works. One. Oh and then also this is Joe comes back home and she oh, yes. he gives her a handshake and she realizes that this guy is not, not ready, ready for be, a baby. Not ready to be a dad. And like and, and some would say that none of your parents are ready to be a and, parent. Yeah no one ever is and this is also something that they touched on in the meeting i think where like he explains his whole tragic backstory that which honestly is why he kind of didn't tell her anything because the dad his dad basically did that to him just kind of like the dad was the commandant of the school and just basically was like hey freaking figure it out have fun i don't think he said that i think he, no, he didn't I, give him special treatment right yeah he didn't no. say he didn't he didn't go yeah, to a I, liberal arts school for seven that's years that's what i'm saying say, i feel like I feel, out, I, feel like, I feel like in joe's mind like telling her how military life works with special with treatment treating her soft which is <laughs> just not the same thing yeah um, and like, and yeah, so she's like, okay, we gotta get Joe ready to be a dad, gotta figure out military school, and I gotta keep mom happy. Oh, the mom also gives her a bunch of paint to paint the baby's room, cause I guess she's a painter. An too. artist. She's a hippie artist. Yeah, I know, but like, she was, a, I thought she was a filmmaker or something based on the, she's she's a camcorder. She's ever, anything and everything. Um, but, so this is, this is, this is a good place to take a real quick break. So fall in and about, Oh, how do you say minutes in military time? Can you? Hours? I don't know. Just say oh, eight hundred. Yeah, well, I always. Gonna I don't know what time yeah, that is. I don't know what time it is for you, but come back. Six hundred hours. Fall in in like two minutes, and we will continue the podcast. Aye, aye, Captain. But that's <laughs> we're not SpongeBob <laughs> intro. I can't hear you. Oh, that's the other thing she does at the training part is she like starts singing songs from the Marines and the Navy, and like she's like that's not glorious. Like, that's the Navy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll see you in a bit, guys. Enjoy the one girl revolution that's coming into your ears. I'm a one girl revolution. Please no. Are you just capable of being normal when we come back from a break? I don't think we've ever had you be normal when we come back from break. Um, so we cut into the barracks, and it's like another back to the barracks. <laughs> we cut in. There's an inspection again. <laughs> And, you know, they're all standing in front of the bunks and everything. And she does a fucking shit job of hiding this blanket. Yeah, she's been... Shit she's been, job. She's been hiding the blanket. Also, I don't get what she uses the blanket for. Because when we see her, Comfort. like... When we see her, like, splayed out, it's not wrapped around her or in her grasp or anything. Like, I don't understand the I blanket. I think she just likes it for style. I guess. 
But so she uh, has it tucked under she her pillow. She needs to support gay rights. <laughs> it, is, it is basically it's a rainbow. rainbow. Yeah, which, I mean... Mm, respect. Respect. Can I Kelly for president? Yeah, well, yeah. And what I was saying, like, mm, her and Commander Stone. Can I Kelly said gay rights? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So she hits on they her They have pillow. better chemistry than either of them have with that fucking guy. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, but she has it hidden on her pillar, but she left, like, one of the little ends of it out. So you can kind of see it. Fucking rookie move. And the camera dramatically zooms in on it so you know <laughs> it's going to be a thing. And then, you know, so Stone's walking around checking everybody out. And she just was like, I know something's got to be wrong here. And she looks her up and down, looks at the bunk, and is Sounds like... like, damn, maybe she figured it like, out for like, once. Well, whatever you were trying to get away with, I guess you did. And then did she say something or, or like, to get her to turn around? Like, because she, like, almost gets away with it and then just happens yeah. to, like, look. I cannot, Kelly, like, mumble something under her breath, which I don't yeah. remember what it is, and I didn't write it down, but then... Because there, there was one... When she first meets her, she go, tells Kelly, you're on my list, and then she goes... If I had a list, you'd be on mine too. And then she's like, I'm gonna forget you said that. But I don't she remember. Says she says something here. So then she like comes back and sees it poking out and goes and grabs it. She's like, I thought I told you to keep this out of my barracks. Ratty thing out of my barracks. And this ratty thing out of my barracks. And then she goes, and then she just finds with the raw strength. I wrote down this. in all caps. Is she a She-Hulk? How is she ripping a blanket in just half? As, just as this, I'm sure this woman could rip a man in half. Literally. Like, Carlson Romano just takes the get, blanket. Like, like Feasibly, if you gave me a blanket right now, I quality notwithstanding, <laughs> I could not rip a blanket in half. It's That's such insane. a big mass to rip in half without like an ins- like you need an initial cut from a mm-hmm. scissor to then mm-hmm. pull it. Like I could not rip no. a blanket in she half. She just forearm everything, just <laughs> shreds it to pieces, and that then like drops Brad's it. And is, like dick is probably just raw from like. <laughs> She has given him some of the most vicious hand jobs George Washington <laughs> military school has ever seen. It's been rubbed oh, raw God. because her forearm strength is terrifying. And then she's like, okay, great. That's not going to be a problem. And then this raised my one question for me, which is she apparently just placed a complaint that Hillary Duff had destroyed her white dress for destruction of property. Is that not the most possible destruction of property Yeah, in she the just world? rips her blanket in half. Yeah, they're not in half. In multiple, just rip, rip, Also, like, rip. was it sentimental? Did we see her packet nope. at Amanda's? Uh, maybe we saw her packet, but I don't understand. There's no sentimentality given to it. She looks really upset when the blanket she's, is She's destroyed. almost, she's on the verge of tears. So then it cuts to that night, and she's, like, having trouble sleeping. Sleeping, and then she's like, Carla, like, can you believe what you did? And like, how am I just supposed to, how am I supposed to stand for this? She's just like, yeah, shut the hell up, Kelly, go back to sleep. And then, so Kelly goes into her trunk and pulls out like some of the paints her mom gave her, I guess, and then sneaks into Commander Stone's room where she's sleeping. And so I was like, okay, what's she gonna do? Is she gonna like paint something on the wall or whatever? I don't know. And then so it cuts to the next morning. How did she do this without waking up? I have no freaking idea how you would not wake up from this. Or how you wouldn't notice, like, there was it was all up in your bed or something. But she wakes up, everyone starts laughing at her, and then they pan up, and I was like, oh, maybe she painted something on her face, which I was like, a little less, still not realistic she wouldn't wake up, but I mean, I'll, I'll see what it is. But then they pan up, and she's looking in the mirror, and she looks totally normal. And I was like, wait, what did yeah. she do? And then she noticed them laughing, and then she turns around, and she we see she's painted, the co- like, multiple colors. Uh, kind it's a of, rainbow. It's a rainbow. It's almost a pride flag. I don't Fair think rights. I don't think it's a full uh, a full rainbow flag situation, but it basically is. Yeah, it really and, is. And uh, and then she's like, "Cadet Kelly said pride." Cadet Kelly said pride, and she like 
And it's like, what? What? And then, like, looks and sees it and, like, feels it in the back of her head and lets out another blood-curdling scream. Like, it's all on the back of her yeah. head, like, in her hair. Like, it's wild. And I, yeah. an, I look at it like it was, like, a fun parrot tra- prank beat the way they shot it, where it's, like, like when, you know, they're, you know, pranking each other, Lindsay and Lindsay, um, British Lindsay, American Lindsay, where it's, like, you pan up and, like, you don't see anything. And I was like, whoa, wait, what is it? And then, you like, the reveal of her, like, putting her hands in the hair, the scream, the reaction scream, which is mm-hmm. nice. It was good. And so then, like, she's around in the quad and Chris Cross Romano just straight up walks up to him and says, I'm giving you this, and then walks away. And it's a court martial, um, which I don't fully understand what that to is. This but the fucking crackerjack court of yeah, but, but students. <laughs> kangaroo court. Kangaroo I believe, court. I believe is the term. That's what it's called. But Why did I say crackerjack? I don't know, because it's American and kangaroo is Australian. So, like, she takes it home, and then the mom and Joe are like, What is this? And it's like, It's a thing run by the cadets. I can't help her with it and it's like uh yeah it's basically you know retaliation for the putting the stuff in her hair and then i also said like uh she also she's st- in her mom's lap like she comes back like crying no no she's sitting on the stairs while they're talking at first okay then- but also but i'm saying i don't think she can give this to her because she has no proof cadet kelly did it like like you can do like if she we go to a court where she tries to prove it and like says all this stuff but then if i was carla who for some reason is her lawyer uh, yeah why is carla i don't know <laughs> and that is like i would have been like you literally have no physical proof like you did this you yeah prove just, it yeah yeah prove it and as long as it's reasonable that you can't convict her that's why i'm saying it's a kangaroo court it's, it's like, a they, sh- she's shanghai they convict her like but uh, but like they so she, he has to explain it to the mom is like i can't do anything about it and then it's like and he's like freaking i can't believe she'd he's do like, this they decide if she's guilty or not and then i have to hand down the punishment the punishment and is like, but he's like, I can't believe she'd do this. I'm so disappointed in her. And is like, well, maybe if you'd freak, but I mean, like, she did cross the line on this one. She knew, again, this was her rebelling, doing something wrong. So I was like, I understand why she did it, but this makes sense. She was sen- pushed to the brink. Right. And it makes sense. She's being punished at this point because she literally did something wrong. But yeah, she's sitting on the stairs while they're talking. And then the mom, like, comes around to go upstairs to talk to her. And she's sitting and she just starts, like, crying, being like, uh, I'm sorry. I feel, feel, I feel so bad. And, like, falls into her lap. And then the mom says the line that made me want to punch this her. In the, was I wanted to punch her in the goddamn face. <laughs> I want. I've never wanted to punch a pregnant woman before, but I wanted to punch this woman. Also, at this she point, is, she, is, it, is at this point she's super visibly pregnant, or is it later when? No, she's not pregnant visibly yet. Yeah, but she just says. Maybe coming like, here was a bad idea. And I said, no, duh. Uh, and then Kenneth <laughs> Kelly agrees with me because she goes, Mom, you never asked me if I wanted to come here. Fucking point, Cadet Kelly. Kelly, 100%. Like, also, like, I just love that. I love that line because it's such like a fucking like washing my hands yeah. situation. Like It's like that thing when like you spearhead something like your friends all want to go to dinner and like you pick a restaurant and like it sucks ass and then you try to like even out the blame and you're like oh this might have been a bad we might have made a bad call here it's like no you made a yeah, bad call yeah, like don't say we this collective we of like maybe we shouldn't have come here like um no you're the adult you did this and you didn't fucking ask her <laughs> It was, it's, it literally, I was... Like, that collective, we were like, maybe we fucked I was up. Seething. Like, no, maybe you fucked up. I was seething with rage. I was like, how dare those words even escape your mouth? And so then, yeah, it cuts to this freaking kangaroo court. Chris Carlos Romano reads off, like, she's, like, got all these infractions. And then, and then they say, dress code violation. And then they're like, oh, speaking of dress code violations, uh, Commander Stone, you need to take your uh, hat off. And then she just goes, like like sighs and like keeps it on and then Brad Rigby who again just hates Christy Carlson Romano they have z- the chemistry of a piece he's of like, he's like and excuse me uh, we need to see the evidence and so he, she's like okay and she takes the hat off and then turns around and it's got paint. paint and then Carla goes like my client way to put it that it is just paint it will wash, wash out. out and I was like Carla do not admit fault Carla, here Carla not a good lawyer I'm sorry I don't yeah, think Carla, Carla should go to law school yeah I wouldn't love like Carla I wouldn't have let Carla be my lawyer have we also dropped Carla's deal yet um I think 
that might come Spoiler even alert, it's not a big deal because they don't give us that much. Like, she starts, like, she just talks to Carla, but, like, I hate, like, I hate it here. And she's like, well, you know, everybody comes here for their own reasons. Me, I'm lucky to be here. My- she said that her, her home life wasn't great. And, yeah. like, this is, like, a, a, like a step up. Like, yeah. she has, like, structure and, like, a place to stay, which is, like, great. But, like, it does, I think it does a good, like, we're saying, like, Cadet Kelly is playing this incredibly privileged girl. And so this is, like, a good moment of, like, perspective widening for her. That, like, why this might be her personal hell. This might actually, like, be, like, what some people want and, like, you know, and also be. just that Carla really needs people to lean on because she can't lean on her own family. Yeah, and that's going to inform something that happens Hogwarts later. Hogwarts will always welcome you home. Uh, see, the thing is, is I really wanted to. I realized after you said it, it'd be funny to call this episode "Military Hogwarts," but we already have an episode called "Sucky Hogwarts," and I can't mess up <laughs> because the, I bring up Hogwarts. And I you do do do, do do that, so I can't mess up the uh, SEO by having two Hogwarts-related episodes. But so uh, they, she's like narrating, and it, and I think this was the point where it took like. There's been a long break. There's also a fucking point in this fucking kangaroo court where she's like, I just have to apologize. Wait, yeah. I said, I'm like, don't admit wrongdoing. Yeah. These fucking people are both bad at getting away with crimes. And she says like, oh, I hope they all know I'm really sorry and I won't do it again or something like that. It's like, I'm sure it'll go easy on me. But also like, I think it was at this point they, she hadn't been narrating the movie for a long time and, and then she finally started it. And I was like, oh, god damn it. I forgot we were doing this. Um, but yeah, she's like, don't worry. I'm sure they'll be, the narration, she's like, I'm sure that'll be fine. And then they, Brad just turns around like, we find you guilty. Boom. And they do an emphatic gavel hitting. And then she's in the commandant's office. And then he's like, oh, I found you guilty. Also, like, stop looking at your droll team trophy like you want to fuck an old man. (laughs) He's staring that thing down the entire conversation. It was literally 30 years ago. Like, let it go. And so he's like, guess what? I know exactly how I'm going to punish you. You know the drill team, the people called robots? I, I give that's your punishment. And she's like, you're putting me on the drill team? And he's like, no, that would be an honor. And I was like, oh, what a dick way to phrase that. And he's like, you're going to be the equipment manager, which means you got to shine a bunch of shit and like polish and all that jazz. Polish the buckles and the shoes and shit like that. Yeah, carry their belts or whatever. Carry their belts. That's a large part of her job. Uh, and then she's like, okay, great. And we cut to her in like the equipment shed. To give credit, someone actually kind of teaches her something. And is like, this is where we keep everything. Yeah, this is the equipment. They don't just, like, throw a belt buckle in her face and say, figure it out, bitch. Except he does not teach her how to shine a shoe. He does. No, no, because then she starts to shine a shoe, and the guy leaves, and then Brad comes in and shows her. Which is spit. Yeah. Guys, I am not trying to be disgusting, but, like, that scene is so sexual. Or he walks (laughs) over and is like... And he's like spitting on these shoes. Like, it is so overtly sexual. I disagree. It's not this scene, it's the later one where they go to a competition. They come back, and then she's shining the shoe. And then she's like, she walks up and she goes, Excuse me, sir, can I borrow some spit? I promise I'll that's pay you it, back. That's the one I'm thinking of. That's the one I'm thinking of. I promise no. I'll pay you back. Wait, is what? A, is a euphemism. It has to be. There's nothing but, else. Oh, that was so fuck. I was like, this is the start of the military porn. Because, um. <laughs> yeah, she's just like rubbing the stew posh and being like, I don't know, but I went told no. the commander Stone's heart is cold. And then he comes in. And, what and I, he's like, I agree. I hate that bitch. Yeah, but also, like, <laughs> I was expecting him to play along and be like, how cold? And then she's like, here we go. I ice cold, but he just goes, how cold? And then she's like, <laughs> ice cold. And then he goes, how cold? And he, she goes, ice cold. And I was like, why wouldn't you join the song? Um, and then like, he showed, yeah, he's like, you're doing that wrong he's, here. And he picks up the shoe. On the shoe. And, and for the record, obviously, I guess because it's TV and they thought it'd be too gross, they don't actually spit. He does like a whoo motion and then they add a spit sound so you don't have to visibly see someone oh, spit. It's still fucking gross. It's gross. And then he shines it and then it's like, yeah, that's how you do it. 
And then he, like, before he walks away, just goes, you make me laugh, Cadet Kelly. Like a freaking weirdo. Unlike Cadet Stone, who I hate, but everyone thinks I'm dating. Yeah, Um, they do. I could never, everyone thinks they're an item. When did she call her dad? It's somewhere in here in between those uh, two scenes. It might have already happened. No, no, no. It, it, uh, it's... It's after she's work done here. It's right here, actually, because she tells him, I joined the drill team, kind of, like... And, like, she, again, is, like, putting on this brave face. He's not even listening to her. She, like, can't, like, get it down. And I literally, this is when I wrote down... Yeah, also... My note is verbatim. Sorry, that's a really good point that I forgot I wanted to bring up, was that, like, he hasn't talked to his daughter in, like, three three months. And he calls her, like, while he's trekking through some jungle somewhere with three kind of racist stereotype uh, black dudes. Do you not have, like, a a time, like, a downtime in camp where you could sit Mm -hmm. down and really give her your full... Undivided attention. And he just super is like, yeah, great cool kid, awesome, love you, proud of you, bye. bye. Like, like he's the one that calls her. He's I'm not pretty even sure. Listening to her, like she's going through the toughest time in her young life. Like, this is what I wrote down verbatim, guys. This dad can suck my ass. What a deadbeat piece of. Sh- <laughs> Both of these parents can lick my butt. Honestly, <laughs> I was so heated. I was like, she has no one to turn to in this time. But so, um, like, yeah, she has a sad phone call with dad, and then she gets Carla to help her with the equipment. She and um, despite the fact that she super super shouldn't have to, she's not get punished. She's like, yeah, you know, in here we really learn to help one another. So I'll be happy to help you. And I was like, Carla, stop propping this woman up. Like, you can only take so much on your plate, girl. And like, also, yeah, like Carla's helping her clean all the fucking equipment yeah. for no reason. Yeah, it's not her punishment. Um, but so then they, they go to a, a, like a meet against their like rivals, Rahway High School. Um, also, and- a funny thing that I noticed, I think it's this meet, or this, I think it's this one. They definitely, so like I said, the main guy, Brad, they buzzed him because it's a military school. But they definitely only did that right before production started on the movie. And you can tell, and I think scenes are shot out of order, obviously. But there's something like, it. it's not during the scene when it's just him and her. I think it's this meat. But you can tell they didn't re-buzz his hair. They buzzed it once. And it actually, in the, like, a few scenes looks really good. I think it's when he's, like, playing football on the quad or something. Like, he actually, like, he looks kind of like, you're like, okay, like, hot military guy. I'm into it. But then the buzz starts growing out. <laughs> and it looks like ass in, like, five type of scenes that are not even close to each other. And you can tell that those are the scenes they shot last and he was like you're not fucking buzzing my hair again we're just gonna get through this yeah. <laughs> and so uh they go to this meet and christy carl sermano is having some trouble with her belt buckle and it like breaks because she's like nervous or something i don't know and like so cadet kelly's like oh I've got, i always have a spare here you go sir and like or ma'am i don't know they, I, th- I think she does call she her does s- call christy carl sermano sir i remember some point, that you know, there's a time where she calls him ma'am I, ma'am once or twice but i feel like she does call her sir and uh like gives her a new one and she's like thanks it's weird you care but fine yeah and then uh, this oh also god no i'm sorry this happened this the the spit part where she asks him for spit happens before the meet cuz she has to convince them to take her to the meet and the way I said she, I like how you did this military school. It's all about regionals. Glee's impact. And the way I'm not ignoring that. And the way <laughs> she does convinces Brad to let her go to regionals, and she says, "Oh, you know, I am considering." I love to, the term regional. Does not think about Glee? Not, I don't care. And she says, don't stop "I'm gonna, I, I'm, I will kick you out." <laughs> and she goes, "I, you know, I'm considered good luck. Some people even rub my head." What the fuck was that? <laughs> And then he, like, she, like, leans in to, like, let him rub his head, and then she rubs it, and then Crazy Carl's Ramon just full-on steps between them, and is, like... Because she's, like, whatever this weird foreplay is, I'm yeah, over like, it. Yeah, I was, I, I was, like, thank you, Crazy Carl's Romano. My, I got to my note there, I go, can I borrow some spit, sir? Jesus Christ, what is this? Um, but so then we go to the meet, and the perform and, like... I wish I wrote this down verbatim. I wish I gave half of a shit about this drill team stuff. I, it, I, I, I did not pay attention. And it also just 
just goes on for so long. So long. If Disney thinks that I wanted to watch a full actual drill team regionals, they have got me fucked up. Yeah. Because I could have used at two minutes of it tops. I could have used a minute of it and the rest of the time could have gone to Chris Carlson Romano. I literally I'm, did not pay attention for a second. I have no notes about it. It's just drill and team. This is, and this, what, what, what can we say? It's drill team. This is my problem with this movie is that like, not it's one of my biggest problems with this movie. <laughs> I, 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 most of my problems are pretty small but this is kind of my biggest one is that like, this is the point of the film where the drill team becomes the plot of the movie. Like, it was a fish out of water story at first, and then she kind of got the hang of things. And now we're at Drill Team. And now it's all about Drill Team. Like, they forgot how to make a movie without a competition that the main character needs to win at the end. So they're like, let's just fall back on that. And also, there was a moment that we did skip over, like, before the meet, where, like, she says... Is that could they make us watch two of these meets? Also, is fucking criminal. But the one... There's one where they're practicing, and the commandant comes by and, like, cheers them on or whatever. But she's like, and that's when it hit me. This is like Swan Lake, but they're all wearing combat boots instead of tutus and ballet shoes. The beauty of it all. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Is she going to, like, become the choreographer of the drill team that would make kind of sense and be interesting for her but what actually happens is a million times weirder so they do the whole performance of them with their fake guns and everything and i do, i'm not gonna even make an attempt to describe how that goes am i I'm, I'm gonna give you my commentary i do appreciate a good ripple they do a ripple with the guns where they go one two three <laughs> I do and i love that choreo and then i said so then you see rawway come out and i said why is rawway stomping the yard <laughs> they do stomp the yard i didn't notice that too. they do Rawway. Like, they do like yeah. a thing where they like bash the guns yeah, on the ground they're like, doosh, doosh, doosh. they're like stomping the yard and then you see the two girls from rawway do their fucking solo this was the weirdest and freaking then thing. you realize that rawway has the fucking sauce <laughs> and they're bringing something some flavor that you know jw doesn't have we don't have that flavor and then they have a sword we don't have a sword and i was like they are pulling out a sword and i was like we've lost I this i think the sword was because broadway is like a different branch of the military school and the army i guess doesn't have swords i don't know well it doesn't matter we should have a sword I, because I, I they, have swords. Be- they whipped our ass i they also ass. i also want a sword i mean let's be clear but so yeah they they destroy us and also yeah so it's a normal they like, literally take us behind it's a woodshed it's, it's, it's a normal <laughs> it's a normal gun <laughs> performance and then it goes into these two girls just freaking breaking it down like like I, and I was like, why is this a part of the experience? They really but, uh, but Hillary Duff is horny for it. She's like, yes. What yes. is that? Like, I don't I wanna, know. I should have looked up Drill Team before I started I, this podcast. But what is two ladies solo stomp part I, of I, the I, Drill Team performance? What the fuck is I that? I could not tell you. But so then they go to the locker room and they're all pissed off. Uh, and they're like, no, we were good. But Brad's just like, we just don't have any No, inspir- Christy Carlson-Rana goes, we need to practice harder. And Brad's yeah. like, fuck you. Shut up. I uh, you're not even in charge of this. Why are you talking to me like you're in charge? And he literally is like, looks at her like with the just great disdain and is like, it's not about practicing. Like we got our like technicals. Basically, they have their fo- their form is down. They're, right. They're 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 picked. They're perfect. good at what they do, but they don't have any good. But he's like, we don't have sauce. We have no we have, sauce. We have no sauce. And no I was sauce. like, see, this is exactly what I'm saying. Hillary Duff's gonna come in and be their choreographer, just like she choreographed the dance in the beginning, and it's gonna be great. But so everyone leaves, and Brad just and this was the worst part of the movie. So fucking weird. This what was was this? <laughs> Brad just sits and down and is all sad. I and then Hillary thought Duff, she was about to like Hillary, J-Lo stripped Hillary Duff takes one of the guns and just starts like shimmying with it like not obviously not doing a good job and he just like is like Walks over, and goes, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Just a little dance." She's I thought dancing I thought for him, and it's and like, yeah. one, and then, two, kids. But then, but then she drops the gun, and then he picks it up, and he goes, "Do it again." dance for me he doesn't say that but he just says do it again he's like keep doing it keep doing it and he's like sitting down like pelvis first as she's like doing a weird little gun dance it's like the weirdest you know that scene in True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis yes 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 (laughs) it's like 
like the weirdest, the weirdest reflection of that. Yes. And, um, but yeah, so that happens. And then, so her stint as their equipment manager ends, and then she goes to Gloria and tries to and tries to bribe her with jewelry and is like, hey, guess what? I need you to teach me how to be on the drill team. And I was like, excuse me. And guess what? It works because Gloria loves a bangle. And Gloria loves a, a bangle. I think she takes like a scarf or something. Yeah. But Gloria accepts her bribe, but also it works through the virtue of a montage. I said right there, I was like, fuck yes, give me this pop music montage of promoting mm-hmm. the drill team. And then again, this is why we were saying Gloria. Gloria is such an amazing character because we see her like kind of like fight with herself, being like, I do want that bangle. Though. Yeah, it's just and like, then, mm, like that she, scarf. Is and then like this montage, like even though she's not in the movie that much like just seeing her interact like in this montage with her being like Gloria does a great job of when you see her cracking into a smile it's yes. very infectious yeah. of, like you can see her trying to fight for through that facade and like wants to be mean to her but then like she just like lo- like she starts hug when Kat Kelly's like hugging her when she gets it like she can't stop herself from yeah. smiling um she's great but this is what I'm saying is I was like why would she want to be on the team why not just be the choreographer or something I don't know why she felt the need to go through all this and then so we get, get a montage we, yeah we get the montage she becomes she learns how to do the gun stuff or whatever and then we cut to her in tryouts and Christian Carlson Romano just sitting there is like oh, I hope you saw the flaws in her form god she sucks like take me away Brad and he's like nah we're done with tryouts and uh, so then it cuts to the next day and the list is getting put up and she gets called to the commandant's office he's like you know I know you had a rough time here so I was pretty surprised to find that, that without my knowledge or permission which I don't know why you would need that why um, you, that you it's tried also like what you wanted that, for her that you tried out for the drill team and on the recommendation of Brad Brad Rigby, you made it. And then she's like, oh, I did. Awesome. And he's like, yeah, Brett's and, been and he, and spitting on my shoes all quarter. I got him to pull my hand. Yeah. And he's like, uh, congratulations. And he puts his hand out again to shake your hand. And we get another narration of like, God, this guy. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I did write down. I yelled. I literally yelled, hug her, damn it. Because she, she's doing what you want. She's conforming to your standards, Joe, just like you somehow convinced the mother to do. Um, this man's a toxic, toxic man. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing is like, I've kind of been talking about how like the movie isn't well plotted and written in terms of beats like this. But this is the part where I got kind of swept up in the emotion of it all. Because, I like, some stuff happens later where I it really kind of hit me that, like, mm, that's genuine. It's like, genuine. that's good. That's they good. They had an interesting relationship. I was there to watch it unfold. So then, okay, second weirdest scene in the movie. Christy Carlson Romano is just out in the quad, just kind of doing the same kind of, like, breaking it down thing. Did you say this is the weirdest scene in the second movie? Second weirdest this scene. This is the best scene in the movie. <laughs> this is, like, from the trailer. This is the famous scene from the movie. It is? Yeah, so this is, like, if people talk about this movie, I the audience will back me up. This is, like, the famous scene from the movie. Because she's just like dancing to the little to, like gee, do you think they can't they can't see that you what you're doing Emma. but they just like, they know what i mean you guys know it you guys know what I mean. They're dancing like the girls did in the exhibition part. And then Hilary Duff just kind of comes up behind her and just like starts mimicking her movements. And they enter into like a weird. It's a dance off. It's a dance We're going to have a walk off. It's a walk off. Christy Girls Romano literally barks at her. She's like, they walk up to her and she literally goes, Rawr. and I was like, excuse me? But they do the dance off beats where it's like CCR is like, points to Hilary Duff. Yeah. And then Hilary Duff has to like respond with her own moves. And it's like fucking amazing. It's it's really and then weird. They do the little like it gets like really weird where it's it's, it's, it's out of saying. it's, it's so out weird. of military school dancing. They start like crumping. Hillary Duff is like crumping. She's like making a fucking clap <laughs> in the line of military school. Permitted permission to crump, Commander. <laughs> And then the best part is, is that Hillary Duff is like bent over, making a clap. 
And Brad walks up and is like, oh my god, you beautiful genius. This is what we need for our drill team performance. And Chris and is like, that's supposed to be my soul. And he's like, shut up, bitch. We're getting you. You two need to break it down on that dance floor. Like, it's nobody's business. And then I remember what I did. I just crawled. I just let the music. There's no music. I just let the the spare movie. There's no music. music. They play music over them for the movie, but you can tell in like... Yeah, and at the meet, they play the same One Girl Revolution song over and they also cut it up so it's really bad and like but it's just like it, it, it honestly ruins it having the music but it is so weirdly quiet just you're like there's shoes squeaking against the floor and like clapping their body mm. also and then there's a freaking weird scene that they inserted i assume to fill time where you see her sitting in the class and the guy's giving another military lecture about a smart move come uh, an army made and like whatever and it's like it looked like they were retreating but really they were just advancing to the rear and then she raises her hand and he's like okay what and he, she goes so sometimes advancing to the, the rear is a good, good thing. thing. And what I was like, what was that? What, what was the point what of that? What was the point of this? Was it to show that she was actually engaging with the material or something? Because it sounded weird as hell. That's all that that scene exists for, really. But so then we cut to uh, back to the commandant house. And uh, the dad is back from Chad and Myanmar and Tobago. I don't know. This I was waiting. I was waiting. I thought for sure when he showed up at the house, I was like, we're going to finally call this dead out for being a piece of shit, right? No. Someone's going to yell at him for being a flighty motherfucker. No, 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 no. Yeah, because they're like make they're like setting the table for him. And then she's like, dad's going to be so excited. He thinks food only comes out of a takeout container. And that's where I was like, does no one know how to, did no one know how to cook for this and child? And then she like starts, the mom is like flexing that she cooked a turkey. This is, this is also where the mom is crazy pregnant. Super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where I was like, All so, of a sudden, like how much time is Exactly. Passed? I was like, so we jumped nine months. This is where I was talking like about. She looks nine months she's, like, she's crazy. And. And uh, she's at least like at the start of the third trimester. And it feels like three weeks of time. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying time is loose, loose, loose here. So yeah, they all sit down to dinner. He's, and like you can see, and this is, this is again where you can see just the sorrow behind Joe's eyes. Where he, like, his da- the dad comes in and immediately just starts hugging Kelly and being like, oh, I missed you so much. And, like, giving her kisses on the forehead. And Joe's just standing there awkwardly because he's like, I'll never be that affectionate because my father hurt me. And, like, he gives her, like, a gift and he's like, oh, good to see you, Joe. And they shake hands. So, like, they have a good relationship, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, nice. And, yeah, the, wi- the wife, like, brags, like, oh, Tookie was raw when I, I bought it. And he's like, you cooked? Oh. And uh, so they all sit down to dinner and he's like, hey, guess what? I'm taking a job photographing rock climbers up in this canyon or something like that, um, which is right near here. So I I need to just shoot until like 11 tomorrow and then I'm going to make it to your big regional meet for the drill team. And I was like, oh, so he knows everything that she's like the drill team, like the meet, like he's on top of it, I guess. Somehow we never see that happen. But yeah. And she's like, oh, that'll be great. I'm really excited to have you there. And like, uh, they're all just like, great, cool. I thought at this point for sure they're setting up that he's going to miss it and we're going to finally call him out for being a piece of shit. I thought that And Joe too. was going to be her real dad. But I thought because they made such a scene about uh, him saying I'm going to be there, I thought it would be weird. So I wasn't sure where they were going with this. But it so, takes a hard left in an area guys, I did not guys, to go. Hey, I'm just going to give you a quick warning right now because no one gave me a warning. Buckle your freaking seatbelt for where this is about to go. Um, so... <laughs> We so then it cuts to the meet. They're all getting out of the bus and like pl- pl- lining up. The commandant is like, "Hey, I think you guys are gonna do great." This is so fucking cold. Um, oh, it's so. Speaking of cold, Iceman. Iceman Ice is like, I, is like, uh, hey, uh, I need you to do this. And while he's explaining what he needs Kelly to do, she looks behind him and who's standing there? But Amanda, for the friend, from, Amanda, the friend from the beginning, and she, they do like the girl, like ah, ah! and 
they they run over to each other and like hug and she's like, "What are you doing here?" It's like, "Oh, your mom called my mom and my mom put me on called the car service or something like that." I don't remember. Fucking rich car uh, all the way up to upstate New York. It's money. So that she's like, "Guys, this is Amanda, my truest and <laughs> oldest friend." Friends. Yeah, all like my no, my truest, my truest and best, best friend. In the world. There's no one else I care about in this world. Only her. And all of you and are Carlo's garbage. Like to as Carlos like trying to shoot her. You can see Carlo over there and she's just like hurt and i was like where is this going why are we introducing this conflict in the fourth quarter the very end of the fourth quarter mind you we are yeah. at the competition i literally i literally said out loud and in my notes how dare you do that to carla and like at one point i'll give her credit like it, carla shouldn't be that hurt like obviously she's had friends before carla but, but like still that's but, a fucking was, cold way to but, phrase but, but, that but yeah that's what i'm saying is the way that she said it is terrible. So then, yeah, we get into the competition proper. They all line up holding their guns. And something that I thought was weird, I thought this was part of Gloria's training for her in the montage, but apparently it's an extra part of the competition, is they go up and ask you trivia questions about how... Yeah, but I literally, Luke, every time I thought I had Drill Team a little bit figured out, they threw in a new element that blew my fucking mind. Yeah, because Carla asks her some stuff and I was like, I guess she's just like getting her up on general military knowledge. Whatever. But then like these, and there's something, I can't describe it, but there's something really funny to me about being like seeing these stone-faced teenagers in a gymnasium and then see, listening to full full-grown men shout, "Who is the president of the United States of America?" and like, in "Who their, is the Secretary of Defense?" in their faces, in, in their, their faces, faces. Uh, just super loud, and like just we, and then like being like, "How many colonies were there originally?" Like it's like the most basic like first grade trivia. Yeah, it's literally like, "Who is the like what is the the commander of the United States of America?" Is the president? Yeah, like, there like they, yeah, it was wild. They also name dropped Donald. Rumsfeld at some point, which do I do. They really, they do. They say like, who's the Secretary of Defense? Someone goes, the Honorable Donald Rumsfeld, sir. And I was like, I'm, uh, I'm not. Wouldn't say Moving honorable. On. Wouldn't say honorable. Um, and so like, what a 2002. What a time. What a time to be alive. So then they all like after that part's over, they're like, we got tens across the boyer guys. Great work. And then they're all standing in line. And then Kelly's phone rings, and she like checks her watch. It's past eleven. And then her phone rings, and then she's like, Dad, Dad, hello. Dad? And Dad's not there, by the way. Dad isn't there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, that's why I was saying she looked at her watch. Um, but she's like, Dad, and then the phone hangs up, and she's just like, huh, that's so weird. And then everyone just is like death glaring at her. And I was like, Okay, and in their their defense, why the fuck does she have a phone on her? That's Give what, it to your mom. That's what they're saying. Is I was confused. I was like, are they mad she took a phone call? Like it's not like it's the middle of the competition right now. But they're like, if that had gone off during the competition, we would have all been disqualified. How did she even have a phone like at military school? Was she allowed to just like fucking carry around a cell phone? That feels not protocol. Well, I mean, this was only two thousand two. Cell phones were weren't that common, so there probably weren't a lot of rules regarding okay, great, them yet. Great. It and was like a Motorola. Exactly, yeah. It, it, no, it looked like a Nokia yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like a pink Nokia. Like it was a pink Nokia. And so, uh, she's just like, I'm sorry, just like my dad said he was gonna be she's here. Like, only my dad calls me on it. Only my dad calls me on it, and he's holding, like, it's our lifeline. They're, and, they're, and they're like, but still, we would all be disqualified, yeah, so, so, so they're you all, put it the fuck away? They're all pissed off at her now, and even Carla, who's not even on the team, she's just there to watch the competition. Well, that's because she fucking took yeah, a yeah, shot no. to Carla's ego I know, I know, I know. And so this is what I was saying earlier, is that, like, fun fact, this is the climax now. Yeah, yeah, like, we're the climax in the of the movie we're is this it. drill team thing. Except for one other thing which is about to happen. So they're all getting lined up for the next part of the exhibition which is the actual gun portion where you gotta twirl the guns and everything and do the choreo. But this is not the Stomp the Yard freestyle portion. I no, that comes later. should be arrested for how badly we're describing a drill team meet. They I mean, how, I don't know how even how to begin <laughs> parse that. I have that. no idea. 
They so, don't do a good job of teaching me the sport. I'll say that. No, no. Well, it's it, not like all these other, like, I, we always, like, the Disney, in, like, introduces weird sports all the time. And, like, sometimes movies do a really good job of explaining them to me. And sometimes they do a terrible job. This one did a terrible job. I have no idea what the judges are looking for. Definitely. So, like, they're lining up. And then the commandant comes over and is like, hey, great job in the first round, everybody. I think you're really going to kill it this time. Let's bring it home for GWMA. And, like, she's kind of just stays standing there. And he's like, is everything all right, cadet? And she's like... And it, and th- this is weird because she continues to talk to him in military speak where she goes, sir, yes, sir, this cadet thinks her father's hurt somewhere. And he's like, what's wrong? And, and she's like, and he's like, well, he said he would be here at 11. He would never not keep that true. And then he, I mean, he didn't seem like a really stand up guy. So I don't know. And why. then he's like, when's the last time I heard from him? He's like, he called me a little bit ago, but the line was dead. And like, I'm really worried about him. And she's like, and he's like, do you want to go look for him? And she's like, sir, no, sir. This goes, the cadet will not let her team this cadet, And then this is where I teared up a little bit. No, 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 no. no this is where I up, but this is where I got hit in the fields. She goes, this cadet will not let her unit down. And she's like looking down, not looking at him because you don't look at the officer, I guess. But then she looks up and goes, this cadet will not let you down. So yeah, I cried. It was good. It was good. I it was cried. good. It got me there. I was like, damn, I didn't think the emotion was going to be so genuine. I though. cried. So that happens. And then um, he and then Joe is just like, no, we're going to go. And she's like, sir. And he's like, why does like, she have to go? Why does either of them have to? Why can't they just send someone to go look? He's what about the, the police? He's or yeah, emergency well, services. Why is this in the army's job or not even the army? I guess the military. Why school. is it a 15 year old girl's job? Yeah. So that's what I'm, we're going to get there so uh he's like they're gonna go down to three platoons or whatever the term is and like uh we're let's just go and so she's like sir thank you sir but then so they just take off and then like we see them they, they, they leave and then the the uh rest of the cadets are all like where's kelly we can't find her like we're, we're not ready and i was like did they did they not explain the situation to anyone before they left and they told no one. They, they told no one. They, it literally would have taken two seconds to be like, guys, my dad is in danger. Me, no, it also dad, would have taken two seconds to call 911. Yes, that too. But I, but I mean, like, I understand why they couldn't just do it because they don't know he's in danger yet. But like, I was thinking that's why, you know, the principal of the school would be like, hey, can you go check? That, that, yeah. That? It's five minutes away. Just go check, go it, check out. it out. Go check it out. But like, the fact that he, they, the commander being like, I have to relieve Kelly from this mission. We They were having a family emergency or something like yeah, that. Yeah, why wouldn't he just go say that? Then yeah. they wouldn't be mad at her. There's problems because we needed conflict, I guess. But so, uh, they take off and then they're about to start and they're like Kelly's missing alright we're going down three platoons that's the best we can do I don't know why they need to do that I have but no idea whatever. I think it's a numbers game so if you don't I have guess. that one person you can't have a fourth one so then you gotta go down to three it's like a stunt group in cheerleading where you have like four stunt groups if you're missing one of those pieces then you gotta go down to three stunt groups because sure, you but don't the, have enough people for the fourth but they're all pissed off at her even more and CCR even is like wants a maggot always it's a, a maggot. maggot and then we cut to them pulling up in their car and that's where I said I was like oh they're full on like doing the rescue themselves yeah 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 yeah, yeah. there's that and so and okay so and this is where I was saying buckle your seatbelt one but two disney channel decided to pull a little trickery on us because i find it impossible they were not going for this so they pull up to the woods they pull up into this canyon or whatever like this cliff and guys like, when i tell you i screamed i think i visibly emma was sitting i was sitting next to him as he was I, finishing I, the movie I was with saying, headphones on i was finishing the movie last night with headphones on she was watching tv and so they come up to the they come up to this cliff and she's like start shouting dad dad and they find his phone a camera bag it's like he wouldn't just leave this there's definitely something wrong and she goes and leans over the edge and the shot they get of him he's clearly fallen face he's, down he's face down in down a rock, a rock. Uh, down a cliff and um, it looks his neck looks broken it looks like his neck he is broken he looks like a and fucking ragdoll what it is is we'll see this better in a second they, he has his camera around his neck but it looks like from what this the I have, camera it, strap is red the camera strap is red and the 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 camera's black, so it looks like it's, like, dried on that. It looks like a, he's sitting in a pool of his own blood. And I literally yelled, holy shit! <laughs> I was like, what? Did Luke this- screamed, he goes, holy shit! And 
I was like, look, 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 it's the camera, it's the camera. And I didn't believe her. I was like, that's clearly blood. It's Luke, blood. Oh, this man's neck is broken. This man, I swear by God, this man is broken in half. And, <sighs> and so, like, he pulls out his walkie and is like, uh, we need to get emergency services here. Like, this look, man is dead. This man, there's, there's been a fall. We gotta, like, yeah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then she's like, goes in the back and, like, gets, like, all the repelling gears. Like, I gotta repel down to him. You can't go. You're too heavy. I won't be able to pull you back up. I've gotta go. And I raised the question. Why does she have to go Why down? does anyone have to go? What is, like, what are you gonna do? Now they have to just pull her back up. You're not trained in first aid, Kelly. What is your plan here? But, like... Also, the fact is, as this is happening, they're keep cutting back to the drill team. Like, we care about the freaking drill team! <laughs> a man's life is at stake! This man looks dead as a goddamn doornail, and they're cutting back to CCR and the drill team, and I go... Do you guys think I give a fuck about the drill team? If, you guys, not if there? you guys are going to go from a slight 25 to a 60 miles an hour hitting a ramp and jumping into a gorge, you got to focus on the gorge, my dudes. <laughs> they are cutting away every five minutes to drill team. And I was like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? I, I, I could not parse what they were doing enough. And they keep cutting back to the mom. And like they didn't even tell the mom where no, they were going. They told no one. It's crazy. And so then like, and, I, and so they start like clicking up the repelling gear. And I was like, oh my God, is this how we're resolving the fear of heights thing? that she needs to repel yes. and I was like well I thought that I, why is that even a plot point I cared about like and like so she I forgot about that plot yeah, point yeah honestly yeah and so she repels down the side of the cliff and gets to the dad then you see it's a camera and a camera strap yeah you know, then when she gets closer you really see it but I was like they had to know what they were going for because it looks like you're sitting in a pool of blood look it up on Disney Plus Got to cut to this part and tell me that when she's at the top of the cliff it does not look like a pool of blood so they she gets down there and you see him like kind of like wake up like when she as she, he's like Kelly feebly I don't know why I called my daughter when I had a a brief moment of consciousness (laughs) enough to dial a phone. And like, uh, so she she also has to do a dramatic drop because the rope isn't long enough to get all the way down there. So she has to drop like a foot. It's kind of far. It didn't look that far. I didn't look that far. So yeah, she gets down there and is like, dad, and like hugs him. And I was like, again, what are you going to do that that you're down here? Uh, And then it cuts to like the, again, I don't know why the army is in charge because there's dudes in like the camo, like lifting him onto the stretcher and everything and she's just like hugging him she's like you're gonna be okay dad it's gonna be great and he's like i'm sorry and she's like no you're all right and then she he's like thank you joe and she's like yeah thank you and then like and he goes and she puts her hand out and then he's like kelly and then he and then he goes in for the hug and it's like a beautiful but no i will admit i looked down i teared up a little bit when she says they're both her dad she calls them both dad and he says you guys are both safe both okay and both my dad. And I was like, mm, oh, got in the me. Fields. It got me, man. Right in the fields. Got me. But now we go back to Jolteon, which I could not give less of a shit about. Yeah. And like, cause guys, that was the real, like, like, it's such a weird, it's like if you introduced at the end of the movie that like the dad was horribly murdered, they solved the murder in five <laughs> minutes and it's like, <laughs> got all right, to gotta go back to drill team. It's like, we were just at an 11. It's, you can't it's take total a whiplash. Oh, yeah. just, <laughs> I was like, I don't care about this. I just realized like the difference between life and death. I, like, she, I had to confront my mortality. Yeah. Like I don't. Um, and and so they go back to the drill team. Oh, also, again, because this is really what was important. When she says that I have two dads, he then goes, you can also have two best friends, Kelly. Oh, uh, yeah, because like, we got to circle back on her shady Yeah, because he, he noticed that Carla was upset. Uh, upset. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they go back to the competition, and they all see her, and are just like, We're, we, you're going to die. We're going to kill all of you for running away. And the commandant just walks over and is like, I had to excuse her for the for that uh, portion. Please continue Because a man almost died. Yeah, they don't tell them. They, tell. they don't tell them. It's like, oh, by the way, we just didn't do a freaking... It just makes her look like a... We 
we had to do a, we had to do a freaking Sylvester Stallone cliffhanger esque rescue off for this goddamn uh for her literal blood father. Stupid father. So excuse us if we missed a part of the competition that you were okay to perform without her. But please continue. They don't tell them, no. and it pisses me off. Also, before the exhibition, she goes to Carla. She's like, Carla, I've just known Amanda longer. You are also my best friend. Don't worry about it. And Carla's like, we cool. Didn't need to resolve that conflict was Great. entirely pointless. Now it's time to, for CCR and Hillary Duff to do their solo. Yes, this is this. See, this is what I'm saying. I feel like this is the scene that everyone remembers from this movie. Maybe it is. Is this scene where they do it for the actual performance? They're in their full gear, and then she's like, "We're down five points because of you." And then she's like, "Good thing we're, we're excellent, we're at, excellent this. at this." I was like, "What a flex, Hillary!" So they just start freaking breaking it down, and I feel like the editing doesn't do them any favors because yeah, they play the One Girl Revolution song behind it. It's also and they, just t- like, they make some weird cuts that doesn't like. Here's a fun thing: nothing ever looks good shot in a gym. That's, That's true. Just it's a fact of life. Um, from my sixth grade talent show to this movie, except we're all in this together is the like, one exception. It's so dark. It's they're, so dark. The sun comes they're in like, at weird angles. They're backlit like half the time. Like the dance in the fucking outside looks so much better than this. And like it sucks that this competition is taking place in the gym because it looks fucking bad. Um, but the dance is cool. The and dance is fine. They bring out ribbons. They bring out gymnastics. Yeah, and like at first they're just like breaking it down, crumping, doing whatever. And then all of a sudden they're just like I don't know where they pull them from. It's like up their sleeves or something. But they pull out some banners and everyone in the audience is like, holy! Yeah, frick. that was actually where did those come from? I don't know. But everyone in the audience acted like they just like did like breathed fire and with like some kind of special effect was the the ribbons. It's like, a ribbon. It's just a ribbon, fam. Also, why would that ever be allowed in a drill team? Okay, I I I, I, I don't know the rules of drill team. I can't pretend. And you know what? Guess what? They lose. They lose. And it's presented <laughs> so weirdly where like they're all lined up and then they're like, this has been the closest regionals we've ever had in years. Like whatever. Third place goes to this freaking marine school. Whatever. Um, first place goes to Rahway, which means uh, Rahway had the sauce. Which, guys. which Ra- goes Rahway by one point. The one by one point. Um, which means George Washington takes the silver. And I was like, wait, was this like it was structured so weird? This reveal. It's like was this like a three school meet? So like everyone was gonna get one or the other. Like how would you never? So was that third place trophy? He was Jang O two just a participation. <laughs> I don't know, but no, there I know, but other schools for I don't understand and. <laughs> And then she, like, walks up to the commandant and is like, I'm so sorry we didn't win because of me because, like, we wouldn't have lost so many points if I was there. And then he goes, are you kidding me? Second place, baby. That's better than we've done in 32 years. <laughs> and then she walks up to Chris Cross Romano and says, like, the same thing. He's like, we'll get him next year. And then a weird curveball. Why do we need to know she's moving to Europe? I, yeah, she's like, we'll get him next year. She's like, there's not going to be an extra. My dad got transferred to Europe, so I'm moving. And then she's like, and then again, I guess, like, it's a passing of the torch kind of thing. And is like, but I want you to become a, a cadet officer. And deal with all those little maggots. Just like, have to deal with one maggot, just like you. Because I guess we respect each other now. I don't they know. They didn't really have, I thought, I don't like this movie different. I thought they like came together a little bit more. Not really. And then, so that's one weird, t- I agree. I, that, that, this is, this is something I wanted to say. So do you remember how in Camp Rock we were complaining about Tess Tyler's redemption arc? Mm-hmm. That like, we don't care She's just the villain. We don't care enough about her to this. I cared enough about Christy Carlson Romano to get a redemption arc. Yeah, me too. I wanted to see them come together over their and dancing. And there really isn't one. There really isn't one. I wanted them to, like, die. They, they say her parents are army. I wanted to find out that, like, one of her parents was killed in action or something like that. And, like, this is all she knows. And, like, I wanted them to dive more into this character. She deserved more than she got, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also another weird curveball the movie throws is right at the end that this was all apparently Kelly's biography. Yeah, wait, she was writing it all down? She was down? writing her autobiography and then she says, 
but so I, this is my first autobiography, so I might have gotten some stuff wrong. I like I might have forgotten. Also, whatever, fifteen. I might have forgotten what everyone was wearing. What does that even mean? I don't know. But guess what? That's the last line of the movie. That's it. That was a movie. We never see all that book. I don't know if it's published. I I, yeah, that's why I thought maybe this one was based on a book, but I don't remember seeing that on the credits. So that's the end of the movie. This is a complicated movie for me because it, it stirred up a lot of complicated emotions because there were some things I felt that was very inept, but God, it got me by the end. By the end, gets, I was yeah, I was invested. Good. It got me in the feels. Mm-hmm. What did you think of? I liked it. I like it a lot. I think it's like one of those things where like I have like a, a very, before we get into like intense scoring, like I have a barometer. Like, did I enjoy myself? I fully enjoyed myself the whole time. It was not a pain. It was a joy to watch. I was entertained. It, yo, I, yeah, I, was, I wasn't. The acting for- is, say what you want, for DCOMs where I have had to watch some real shitbag performances. <laughs> Um, everyone's doing a great job. Everyone's a legitimately good actor. Like, yeah, the, the parents are all good. He's really good. Like, yeah, they're at, like, their characters are assholes. But, like, everyone here is a competent actor. I would say CCR and Hillary Death are just both great. They're yeah. just really good. Uh, aside from some of the girly stuff I had trouble with, I was, I did find this, did find this movie very enjoyable. Um, I, I, I definitely. It surprised me. It, it surprised kept me. me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, when I, I thought that I, man was dead. I don't think I can say anyone gave a bad performance. I just think really the enemy here was the writing. Could been in the plotting and the pacing because wow there's just so like that freaking re- mountain rescue at the end just... I also just and I also just like Hilary Duff so much like I like her a lot and she's a very likable actress and the character like, she makes the mm-hmm. character likable and I just felt bad for her so and I I don't like seeing her go through such a hard time she didn't deserve <laughs> it it was one of those things where it's like I know this is a kid's movie so you weren't thinking about it but I was not feeling for Hillary Duff floundering at the school. I was feeling like everyone is an a-hole for not explaining anything mm-hmm. to her. But well, it was enjoyable after after some middling I mean, stuff. I needed it. Yeah, I think that'll do it for us, folks. All right, Emma, uh, where can people find you? Oh, no, Emma, what are we watching for your birthday months of March? <sighs> well, Luke, you're going to be so excited. Um... Oh, no. I, if, if Zombies 2 is going to leave your mouth, I'll punt, I will lock up. I'm freaking, no! We have no, to do it! No! It's in the zeitgeist. No, we're not I'm doing this! You can't yes. do this to me! I am just a cheerleader please and a zombie. Please tell me, please tell me you're kidding. Please. I'm not kidding. No! I want to do it right now while it's on everybody's tongue. It's my birthday, y'all. I I'm like that. I like that picture of Mr. Incredible where it's like, I can't. I'm not strong enough. You I can't are. lose. You're gonna I can't watch do this it, again. Guys, I am so excited we to watch. can't keep doing this, Daniel. Zombies too, baby. We in this. I hate you. Oh, no. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> I need to lie down. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. Luke's now laying down. I'm really excited for Zombies 2, and I know you all are too, because you guys appreciate art. So, that'll be it for us here at G Comedy. Emma, um, where can people find you on the internet? At Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and Instagram. And Lucas, where can you I- can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. You can f- to look at my Patreon at patreon.com slash Tyler. Thank you everybody who's supporting me there. More importantly, you can find us on Twitter at Decomedy Podcast. Uh, give us a follow there to become a Decomrade. More importantly, as always, you Rate can... and review us on iTunes if yeah. you're a zombie head like no, me. No, no, please. Woo! Zombie, I don't like the phrase. Five stars. Head. Give us five stars. It gives me serotonin. We would really appreciate it. Helps us out a lot. Thank you guys so much. Also, you should go to Audio Entropy and check out all the great podcasts there. Zombie, a She's literally doing jumping jacks in my apartment. <laughs> oh. All right, guys, thanks for. The, the, well, it was fun while it lasted, yeah, wasn't it? Watching, watching a pretty good movie for once. I think it's gonna be even better next month.
Well, I'll see you guys in March for Zombies 2. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, guys. I don't drink, but if there was ever a time to start, it'll be in time for next episode. So I'll see you then. DCOMs forever. Bye-bye. I'm not going! Promise we'll be best friends always and forever. I promise. Anyway, I'm not going. And promise you won't like it more there than you like it here. No chance of that. They wear uniforms. They go to school where they learn about military strategy. They sit in desks. No. Yes. What's the matter? Because I'm not going. <laughs>